opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the host and are not representative of their employers, spouses, or associates. If you haven't gathered from the title, the language used on the show is akin to that of a high school boys' locker room. Listener discretion is advised. The advice given in this podcast is worth what you pay for it, which is nothing. Well, hello and welcome to the super awesome Christmas episode. I am your host, Tyler Martin. And I'm your other host, Royce O'Neill. Hello, everybody. How are you today? I'm good, Tyler. How are you? Very Christmassy. Yeah. You're so filled with cheer and love. Are you? You can tell. I've been talking to you for like the last hour and a half. <laughs> you just seem real upbeat. I've seen you all day. Tyler, you've seen me every day for the last month, I think. Closer to two, but, <laughs> you know, I've, I've learned a lot in those those days. Oh? Old boss is a dick till you meet the new boss. <laughs> <laughs> Truer words were never spoken. You know what? That's fair. That's fair. I'll take that. Take that criticism. Yeah. But you just remember, <sighs> when you get back into corporate life, you're going to have to clean up that potty mouth of yours, bud. Uh, probably in the way that I treat people with just zero regard. Yeah. <laughs> Especially those that are writing your paycheck or at least signing them. It's a good thing about corporate. You never meet those people. <laughs> Not once have I met somebody that signed my direct deposit. Well, that's good. Good for I you, think. I guess. I don't know. You know how that worked anymore. Since everything's gone to direct deposit. I'd... Well, that comes from corporates. Okay. That's higher up the food chain than you. I try to avoid the corporates. You know, that's probably fair. Not this next time, Royce. Going straight to the tippity top. Going all the way to the top. Climbing that corporate ladder. Yep. One rung at a time. Two or three. You seen my arms and legs? <laughs> That's fair. I can reach, son. I don't think I like the way that this <laughs> Christmas episode is going. So I'm going to try to veer us back in a good path. Okay. And we're going to get into sponsors. Okay. And we're going to start with probably my favorite sponsor. Texas Beverage and Package. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Thanks for the answer in that. Texas Beverage and Package. Groom and Amarillo. Apparently that Amarillo store is just some kind of slammed right now. They say they are hopping. So busy. So busy. So get in there and get what they've got before they get sold out. They're stocking shelves so you can stock your stuffings. Stuff your stockers. <laughs> what? They're trying to <laughs> stocking <laughs> shelves so you can stuff your stockings. There you go. Third time's a charm. Well, bud. that was kind of just ad-libbing <laughs> and it, you know. Went off the rails. Sometimes I there. do better with a little forethought. <laughs> I could see that helping you. But uh, it is what it is. <coughs> it is what it is. And also, we've got Ballard's Guns. Great White people. Deer, Texas. Great people. Great, Great prices. Check them out. Ballard'sGuns.com. Yeah, look up what they've got. If he doesn't have it in stock, he can order it for you. Sometimes gets there in as little as the next day. And after you get there and you order your gun and you think, man, this is just such a painless experience and it's so cheap. Remember, Christmas is coming. Buy two guns. Leave one up at the store. Tell Carrie it's for the boys at F-Dub Farming. There you go. We'll hang it on our wall and we'll mention you every time we podcast. Yeah, yeah, 100%. We'll hang it right there above the neon sign. There you go. Until we get a bunch of DJs in here, like we did in that one episode, then we might have to break it out. 
You know, it could be good for that. I Traffic think, enforcement. I think we're going to go ahead and leave a uh, trigger lock on it, just so the DGNs don't get a hold of it, Tyler. I was just thinking we'd get some rock salt loads. Well, that'd be nice. You just got to get to the gun before they do. You know, that's that's fair. It'd be fine. You beat them off over there. <laughs> got to keep them hemmed up in the corner. I'll grab the gun, come around. I'll have your back. Okay. So now we got a tactic. There you go. So what you're saying is I got to chase them. Me and Hyde got to push them all the way down the stairs, out the house, and you're just going to shoot them out the window? I can do that. I mean, if you can just kind of keep them away from the gun till I can get it. Just get them hemmed up away from all the expensive stuff. Yes. A hole in the wall, that's fine. We can fix that. Yeah. We know a guy. We do. A couple of them, actually. No TVs. Rather not take out the TV, rather leave the liquor collection intact, and you cannot hurt the, the sign. I'll hurt that sign before I hurt that fucking air conditioner again. That's a fact. Sucker was expensive. All of a sudden, we'll be hemming them back up here saying, <laughs> put it back together. But neither here nor there. Just check them out and make sure and uh, and leave us one. You know, or maybe just a little little credit. You know, just give yeah. a little tip. Like, hey, here's 100 bucks. Put it in the F-Up Farming Fund. Yeah. You know, we can go up there, buy some ammo something. Or that something also works at the Texas Beverage and Package. I'm sure it does. For the record. <laughs> if, if you find your bottles and you think, well, let's plan on spending, you know, $300. But oh, I bought all that I want and I'm at 150 That's fine. Just... If you want us to try a tell, bottle, tell Kaylee. There, here you go. You can put this towards the F-Dub Or you can buy us a bottle and leave it there. That's fine, too. I'm sure we'll get it. We, yeah. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> where, you know where that trick doesn't work, Royce? Meat Club Lambs? Meat Club Lambs. <laughs> if you go buy a sheep, not on the cheap, and leave it there for us, <laughs> they're going to sell him again. <laughs> And you're going to get beat everywhere you go and think, man, that sheep looks familiar. It's like, yeah, dumbass, that's the one you left over there for the up farming boys. And they said, nah, sell it again. We don't care if we keep the profit on We can't drink time. this sheep. <laughs> I don't need a wool coat. Some nice socks. <laughs> Not spinning. <laughs> Who's got the time to make yarn anymore? <laughs> right. Oh, in other news, we've got Cliff's Farms. Martinsburg, Saskatoon. Yes, sir. Go look up. They had some... Oh, they have they sons of out attention. of attention, semen. They've got sons of attention for sale. Do not hit that with a hammer. And don't hit it with a hammer. Um, okay. Check out their podcast, too. The Livestock Podcast. It's a good one. Almost as good as ours. He does. He He tries. Twice the professionalism, half the fun. You know, except for the time we were on there, and then it was half, half the, the professionalism, professionalism twice, twice the fun. <laughs> but it still wasn't as twice as fun as ours. 1.5 times the fun. He kept trying to edit me and censor me, and, you know, I just... Who's got time for that? Or the Apparently energy. Jordan does. wonder what it's like to have a Jordan. That'd be nice. Hey, Jordan, if you happen to be listening to this, maybe hit us up. Yeah. We'll see your rates. We'll, we'll throw your uh, throw a sponsorship your way for sure. 100%. We'll, we'll see your rates and we'll counter you with ours. <laughs> Bring your haggling shoes. I hadn't got to haggle in a while, Royce. Could be I'm fun. I'm ready to negotiate. Are you? I'm ready. Just like yard sale day. Just like yard sale day. <laughs> also, we've got Mo Cattle Company. Best cattle in, or best Angus and Sim Angus genetics in the Bi-County area. I like it. 
hit us up. We got stuff for sale. Not on sale, for sale. Got heifers. We got bulls. For the right price, we could have a steer. Two steers. Yeah. Three steers. How many you four want? Steer. Yeah. Up to four. We can break out the bander today. <laughs> we can go to f- Well, yeah, four. I forgot that one's already sold. Yeah. Um, we got feeder heifers, too. We got that. I'll, I'll sell you O'Neill Farms beef <laughs> at most cattle prices. <laughs> we're, back to, we're back to that Damian Mason. You know, problem is I'm a better salesman than I am a producer. Sometimes go down the farm. These guys get some of my brother's black and white Angus cows. <laughs> All right. That's got our sponsors out of the way. Sure do. And now we wait. And we're back to the super awesome Christmas episode. You want to go ahead and introduce our new special guest? I will. We have Patrick Warminski. Back for another round. Yay. Does that make you feel better? Yes. Thank you. We'll pull it up, up a little bit. And he's actually going to get a drink some whiskey tonight. Unlike the last time he was on the podcast. No beers. Just whiskey. Just whiskey. And speaking of whiskey, let's get into it. Let's do it. So Patrick went up there and chose, and uh, he came up with the Penelope Valencia. This is a straight bourbon whiskey finished in vino de naranja casks. This is not the same Valencia we tried last time. This is version two. Batch two. So it, it will not be the same. It is a 95 proof, and it is 47.5 alcohol by volume. Thank you. Penelope Bourbon Cooper series explores the marriage of different cask finishes with our signature four-grain straight bourbon whiskey. Rich and bold on the palate, Valencia brings forward rich citrus flavors from the coasts of Spain. Sounds amazing. I can't wait. I'm excited. The last one was really good. Did you ever try it? No. From a wine cask? Yeah, from the same... Oh, Valencia? It was a yeah. Valencia, but no. just batch one. No, 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 no. I thought you had some in my house one time. Uh, well, I might... I thought we made old fashions or something one evening. Uh, for Halloween, maybe. Mm, I don't think I'd have had it at Halloween. This was, it was right around Christmas time last year that we got it. Has a great color. Uh, you get a little bit of that bright kind of citrusy on the nose. You do, you do. It's a got a wonderful nose. Maybe to just it. a just a touch of like a cinnamon or a spice. Black Everything pepper. Everything that's nice. Yeah. Maybe a little black pepper. It is a little hot on the nose. 
a little bit. I mean, not terrible, but it is a little. You can you those. can tell it's there. Yeah. What proof? Ninety-five. Yeah. Sweet smelling. Boy, it's sweet on your tongue, too. It's got a good mouthfeel. Oh, it does. Oh, and it's smooth. Smooth going down. That's. It's way smoother than what it smells. I don't get near the orange that it had in it last year. Mm -mm. I'm still getting some of that. That cinnamon nerve. I would call it cinnamon. What do you think, Patrick? You're more sophisticated than me, but it tastes good. It does taste good. It is good. good. It's citrusy. It's just not orangey. Yeah, but it's it's not like a limey citrus. I would, you know. I would say definitely in the yellow-orange range. Lemons, oranges, mandarins. Okay. No, I, <clears throat> I get that. That's what makes it so smooth. I think Citrus. it is. Really brightens it up. Mm-hmm. It just splashes over your tongue. Yeah. Good. good. I'm I'm liking that. That's it. It is different, which we were warned it was going to be different than it was last year. But it's see if you had more self control, then we could compare batch one and batch two. <clears throat> we could. It was finished in a wine cask, right? <clears throat> Correct. See, I can't taste any wine cask. I don't. I don't get much wine out of that either. <clears throat> no, but we didn't on the last one either, did we? I don't remember getting much wine out of the last one. I didn't know it was a wine cask last year. There's that the bottles up there. I'll look. I think it's up there. But I would much rather do a bourbon in a wine cask than Maybe a wine in a bourbon barrel. See, I don't think I've had wine in a bourbon barrel. Mm-hmm. But bourbon in a wine barrel is it's fine. I guess the bottle's not up there. No, it's not. So I I will disagree with you in the in one one okay. one okay. case. Okay. And that is I can't remember the name of it. It's a Southern Bell wine, but they finish their wines in pappy barrels. And they don't finish okay. them they're not like aged per se in a barrel. They just like a short age. And I, I really like that wine. But it, like the Robert Mondavi that uses a bourbon barrel, yes. that sucks. <clears throat> yeah, it does. But this. This is quite nice. Good. Probably the best wine cask <clears throat> bourbon we've tried. You know, I'd say it's going to be up there for sure. Because I like it a lot better than that rosé cask. And it's certainly yeah. better than the... Uh, Hey, that's Oak and Eden. We did a we did Penelope 
rosé with Patrick's wife. Yeah, we'll let Patrick try that next. We'll yeah. see how the scores match up. That'd be a good one. She asked if I should bring the Clico. Hey. You could have. It worked out well last time. I told you. We started buying that. I yeah. know. I know. Caitlin enjoyed the heck out of it. That's what we had for Thanksgiving. Oh, and there. I haven't drank mine yet. Because nobody at Thanksgiving wanted champagne but me. And I thought, well, I'm not going to drink a whole bottle. So <laughs> no, looks, you, you could. Looks like we're going back to bourbon. So instead, me and Dad basically drank a bottle of bourbon. So maybe I should have maybe I should have gone champagne. I, I drank a half a bottle of champagne. So I mean, this is good. All right, Patrick, what you gonna rate that? One out of ten. Come back to me. What you got, Tyler? I think I'm going to give that a 7.9. Ooh, high score. I went 7.7. Seven, seven. Oh, so we're pretty close. Yeah. Now I was going to say 7.5. That's a fine score. Nothing wrong with that score. It's a good score. No, it's, it's pretty high. No, it's good. It's just... We've definitely had some that were way lower than that. Pretty much I haven't had a bad Penelope, I don't think. I don't. I've got some that I like better than others, but I hadn't had one that was below a five. Oh no! I don't, I don't think, think we've I've had, had one, one below six. six. Even even the ones that we didn't do on here, I yeah. still say we're probably better than a six. I would think so. definitely above average. The other podcast that me and Royce listened to that we ripped off our bourbon review from, they are not fans of the Penelope. They they're not kind to it because they did the Architect and. I just did another one. I can't remember. I think it was that rosé because it's the one with the glass cork. Yeah. They didn't like it either. Was it the rosé? Yeah, because it had the glass cork in it. And they don't okay. Have, that's the one they've got with the Okay. Yeah. Glass no, cork. they didn't care for it. But up until this one, that rosé, I think it was probably our favorite that was Hawaiian cask. Oh, 100%. Because the uh, the Basil Hayden's wine wasn't was great. It was a different one. It, I didn't hate it, but it was different. Uh, the Oak and Eden Cabernet was all right, but it's more of the gimmick. Yeah, you know. So a very respectable score of a seven point seven. Good deal. I like it. Yeah, I do too. Yep. Well, let's move it on in here to the killing the day. You want to do killing? You want to kill the day? I want to kill the day. Patrick, you want to kill the day first? I have two choices. What do you got? We have what I just sent you a little while ago. Let's do that one. Merry Christmas from the family. Robert Earl Keane. I was going to do that one. And then you sent me that, and then you said that you were going to come, and I was like, eh, okay. Well, you can do that one. And no, I'm that's it. fine. Since I just came back from Hawaii. Uh, Melekikimaka. I gotta remember how to type that again. I heard dead once to, this week whenever I told you you were wrong. Melekikimaka. Melekikimaka. By Bing Crosby and the Andrews sisters. There you go. Is that the version you want? 
be good. It's my ringtone. <laughs> Call me and we'll play it. I got it. I got it. So this is Melakaliki Maka by Bing Crosby and the Andrews Sisters. Malakalikimaka is a thing to say On a bright Hawaiian Christmas day That's the island greeting that we send to you From the land where palm trees sway Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright Very nice selection. It's a good song, Patrick. It is. I'm proud of you. One of these days, we're gonna have to get you on here whenever you're not just back from vacation, so we can get a like what you actually like drive around and listen to. <laughs> Ooh, a, a normal Patrick day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. You know, because figure last time we had the Bob Marley. Mm-hmm. This time we got we had a little Bing singing Christmas carols. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I base my music on my vacations. Oh, do you? So, so how long, how long are, you- are you going to be cruising around <laughs> listening to Melakaliki Maka? Until December the 29th. The 29th. And then what are you swapping 30th. to? Are you going on vacation again? So you can swap yep. your yep. genre? Or is that whenever you switch to Charlie Robinson? We'll find out. Bring me back. I can't spoil it. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Royce, you going next? Go ahead. Okay, I'm going with, kind of, spoiler alert here, uh, (laughs) Merry Christmas from the Family by Robert Earl Keane. Mom got drunk and dad got drunk at a Christmas party. We were drinking champagne punch and homemade eggnog. Little sister brought her new boyfriend. He was a Mexican. We didn't know what to think of him. Tell us sang Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad. Brother Ken brought his kids with him. Very good. What a song. This is such a good song. There was a time I didn't like that song. Oh? Really? Yeah. What's... What was that? Do tell. Uh, The year was about 2006-ish. Yeah. Royce, what was going on in my life around 2006-ish? Specifically, let's say, that's probably 2005-ish. And my sister's dating choices. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. No, it had been, been the Christmas of 05. Five or six. Did you sing Feliz Navidad? No, we did not. Yeah. No, things were probably a little tense at the Martin House. Yeah, it wasn't great. wasn't great. But, uh, you know, the reason I didn't like the song is because uh, Josh Cook and me would drive around and he'd just play that song on repeat. That's 
for that reason. That's yeah. that's fair. Okay. That's fair. It's kind of aggravated me. I can see that. I'm over it. Well, that's we're good. good. That's good. Glad, glad you got through that trauma in your life, bud. <laughs> me and Robert Earl have since mended our fences. Yeah, we're good. Okay, Royce, what are you doing? I am doing unfortunate kind by BJ Barham. Barham? Barham. It is not a Christmas song. Ain't it funny how it all works out? Ain't it funny how it all works out? Ain't it funny how every now and then the unfortunate kind get lucky sometimes? Thirty-nine years you've been putting up with me. Not bad. See, I almost went with Feliz Navidad. But I couldn't find a version I like. Why not? Well, just none of the artists were really sticking out to me. So went ahead and went with that one instead. I think Dean Martin does a good version of that. But he does. He didn't come across. It happens. So. So, yeah. We got that one instead. It's a good song. It's a good song. I like that song. I would like it better not on... The super awesome Christmas episode Whenever you're trying to really just kill our vibes That's true Fair But anyway here we are So leading from that Train wreck into another train wreck Who wants to do a farm and fuck up I do I do Patrick do you want to do one You know I've been posting on the Facebook page. Correct. And I am a top contributor. Oh, are you now? You have a badge and everything. They told me. Awesome. They told me. Lately, let me see. I had one. Let's see if I can pull it back up. It was a duel on a come on that had broken off. Oh, that's unfortunate. Have you had that trouble? I have not. I haven't had that trouble, obviously. I wonder how. I mean, uh, I'll skip to Tyler. Let me try to find the picture. Okay. Oh, you know what to do. Find my fuck ups. It's, it's halfway there. Actually, it's most of the way there. What is this one? Oh, this is how this guy shuts off his engine. <laughs> I just thought that one was kind of funny. <laughs> That's terrible. Just pulls up, pulls off the old, old plug, drops in a bolt. <laughs> That'd do it if you don't break something. Maybe that one. Oh, I saw this one the other day. That is, that's bad. Hi, buddy. Yeah, so what we got here is this truck goes to pass a uh, tractor with what appears to be a fertilizer spreader on the back of it. And it looks to me as if the tractor does swerve a little bit into him, but that's a pretty fucking narrow road. It is a narrow road. 
The guy is just barely passing him. I don't know that he really that the tractor swerves. I think the truck clears, but the trailer doesn't. Is the deal? Yeah, and it just catches that hopper. Yeah, catches the edge of the hopper. I'm just saying, you look right here. It looks like he's kind of drifting a little bit to the left. Nice spun around, all fucked up. Yeah, I mean, he went he went head over heels in that deal too. Mm-hmm. I, if he swerved, it wasn't much. It was just a little bobble. He he didn't have the. Room I'm to putting do that. this ninety percent on the truck driver. Oh yeah. And too narrow road to be passing on. That is unfortunate because that uh pretty much totals the tractor. I'm thinking. Boy, if you rebuild that track, that's some of that, uh, what's that dude's name on Twitter? David Killens or something like that? He's the one that, you know that X-Series Combine that they dropped? Oh, yeah? Like four times? He's the one that rebuilt it. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like for a million dollars, you can probably rebuild a machine. Like, that's the joke on Twitter now, is that... If you post a picture of a wrecked deal, somebody's instantly going to tag David Killens in it. It's like, hey, buddy, you going to come pick this up? I think he's in Canada. Got a lot of time for shop time in the, in the wintertime. Yeah, a minute night. Couldn't tell you. Never met the guy. I just see what he posts on, on the old X. Excuse me, it's not Twitter anymore. It's X. X. Get it right. Elon paid a, a lot to be able to call it what he wants. And by golly, he's going to do it. Well, I'm not prepared. I can't find it. That's okay. We don't. You don't have to bring someone. You post some on the Facebook. That's good. I enough. am a top contributor. You're a me. top contributor. I don't even think I'm a top contributor. I'm not. Of course not. You don't even post about the episodes. Well, when I do, I, I post as effed up farming. When I see it, I'll post it. It wasn't that great, but you know, a broken duel. It happens. Yeah. Does it? Apparently. Never happened to you. No. Have you got duels on your combine? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if you were duels or white tire. No. We're I've, one of each. And I've never broke one. Royce undecided. I've never broke one. He's the the hermaphrodite <laughs> of combine owners. Well, that that's a weird way to phrase that. Well, some days you have one well, tire, here, some days you have two tires. right there. Boy, that's a that's a fuck up. <laughs> Wonder what he hit with that. So what we got here is a snout on a sunflower header, row crop header. What are we call that? Row crop. It's upside down. Oh yeah, it's, it's oh it's some over. kind of mangled. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cornhead. Is that a cornhead? It's cornhead. It's got the brush system on it. Oh, okay. That's why it's black in there. But yeah, that's a cornhead. Yeah, it uh just wrecked that in snout. Have you done that? No. Royce? I creased one. Didn't wreck it. Creased it. You've never been up an in snout? Oh, mine wasn't an in snout. I know, that's worse. It's true. <laughs> His was the middle snout. Nah, second from the end. That is, that's bad. I hadn't done one quite that bad. I mean, we bent the metal one on the uh, row head one time. Yeah. 
and that that was that's kind of a pain in the ass to pin back, but I have not done one to that extent. That I don't think you're just going to hammer that dude back, no. back square, and you know, and that uh, that plastic's supposed to be kind of where it pops back because that one of mine it mm-hmm. that middle snout it it did pop back mostly. You still see the crease, but yeah, but it it almost rides level with its, the other. It's one. got its shape back yeah. for the most part. But uh, yeah, that one's not coming back from that. I don't think. I think she's done. I, I think it's. I think it's over. I think you might just go to John Deere house buy a new snout. Maybe some other pieces. The shield. I don't. What do you call the piece above the snout? The shield on that side. Is it a shield? <laughs> all right. I found the thread. There's all bunch of them. Because that that's not a duel. <laughs> no, <laughs> that is not that's, a duel. No. That's just a. There's a whole bunch of them. That feeder house thread. is unfortunate. Unfortunate. What the hell? I don't know what's wrong with that one. Been there. <laughs> Bent the driveline on the uh, grain cart. Oh, that's unfortunate. Because the yeah. uh, three-point got three into point it. came down. Yeah. Did that cross that in the uh, terrace one time. On a bush hog? On a grain cart. On a grain cart. Yeah. Just fucking folded that little drive shaft. Yeah, those, those drive shafts aren't very stout. Especially on them old carts. That's a dog. <laughs> God almighty, Patrick. <laughs> you now you know I'm a top contributor. Ouch. What is that? It's a... Uh, I'm not sure if it's a... Oh, yeah. It's granary with a grain card auger. I almost had a farm yep. fuck up this year. Oh, yeah? With an auger. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. What was it? Cutting around the trees oh. at my parents' house. Yeah? Get to the end of the pass, you know. Not quite empty on the cart. You think, well, I'll catch him going back. So you leave the auger out. I just flip that bitch around. I look up and that auger's in the trees. That is <laughs> unfortunate. I need a new uh, snout at the end. It's kind of befunkled. Yeah. Well, it's just as well that you did that because about two days after you did that, I know for a fact that you bumped the grain cart with it. Mm, mm. I wonder why you know that. Was that I grain cart know. driver or combine driver error? That was combine driver. One hundred percent. Well, it's okay. It's fine. It was already been up. Yeah. A little duct tape, gorilla tape. Got to make a match. Got to go gorilla. Yeah. For sure. But you don't have the fancy moving spout on your combine. No, no, no. Aren't you glad? That would be a little more pricey. 
I have a feeling that's going to be a lot more pricey than just replacing a boot. More pricey, more bolts, and just like the work of it's going to be a little trickier. I can't tell you what a case boot costs, but I can tell you what a John Deere boot costs. How much does it cost, Royce? Wait, let's play over under. Okay. Um, 1100 No. Uh, I'm going to go under. <laughs> yeah. No. Wait. Uh, oh, it's not 500 green. bucks. It's not green. It's black. It's what? black. It's 500 bucks. You're over. 200 bucks? Yep, we're close. What are you bitching about, I'm man? I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm saying it's You've a whole You've got $200 rolling around in your can <laughs> Don't you? Is that pre-Biden nope. or after no, Biden? That, that was that's during Biden. That okay. was last year. Okay. okay. I'm just surprised the John Deere house could get you one. You and me too. They got me one of each style too. But yeah, no, that uh, that boot was not as, it? not as expensive as I thought it was. <laughs> no, it does not. Oh, the boot doesn't. Surprise me an update. You didn't have to calibrate anything. You don't need a subscription? No. Okay. Well, that'd be a son of a bitch to have to buy a subscription for your auger boot. Right? It's like, well, what are you going to do if I go in paying? You can come get the damn thing? Like you just got a spout going out the end. You don't Because if you play. have to pay a subscription and you drag it through the trees and you bend it, I feel like that's on them. Like, your stuff is faulty. You know, like, whatever your, whatever your, your computer stuff stops working, like, yeah, that's on them. They have to yeah. fix it. The same thing with boot. I, I agree. Yep. I think Patrick might be onto something with mm-hmm. this subscription-based parts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It breaks down. It's on them. I paid my subscription. Hey, hey I paid my two dollars this week. Where's my bearing? <laughs> two dollars. <laughs> what kind of tractor? I went for the I went for the high deductible plan. Oh, okay, that makes sense. It's two dollars. Two dollars a minute. What I was going to say, what tractor subscription have you seen that was too much? I figured, you know, it's a little bit. <laughs> they charge you $1,000 for it and $2 a week. They're going to get their money. They're going to get their money. It's a bearing that doesn't go out very often. $2 a revolution. Oh, that'd be a son of a bitch. Oh, that would be a, that'd be a cocksucker right there. Patrick, I got a question for you. Yeah. How long is the chain on a auger unloading chain on a combine? Good question. Because I heard it was a bit more than a box. I think it was close to 10 feet, if I remember. No, Joe was saying like 16. Oh. How much was in the box? 10 feet? Or I think there's 10 foot. Well, I think it depends on the chain how much is in a box. Maybe the box. I don't know how big of a box you can get. I don't know. It might have been closer to 15 feet, 16 feet. Yes. I'm real sure a John Deere auger chain's like two boxes, two in a piece. Yeah. Been a while since I've replaced one, but I'm wanting to say the last one we did, it was two plus boxes. And I'm thinking eight foot on a box of chain. It's as arbitrary as numbers, anything else. For some reason, that I'm I'm think imagining a the side of a box in my head, and I'm thinking it says eight feet. I mean, I would think five or ten. I wouldn't come up with eight. <laughs> but because you drive red stuff, I mean, could maybe be. It's Royce eight. is over there just drawing numbers out, <laughs> I mean, five, just ten, like John Deere does. Five, ten, fifteen. I wouldn't well, think eight. 16. It's what it's what fits in the little box. I, no, 
You could be right. I'm just it, again. It just depends on the size of the chain. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Bigger chain, gonna get five. Smaller chain, you might get twenty five. This was a John Deere chain on a red machine, so it ran. And better. it worked. Yeah. How much does that subscription cost? <laughs> that was an annual fee of twenty thousand or so. Well, sounds about right. It's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Wait for my software update. Yeah. So do you have any other fuck ups during uh, the old grain harvest? Not that I can. Do you have a grain cart driver that had one? Fucking Tanner. Not not when they're around me. I don't know what happened at the truck set. Hitting a exhaust. One truck has some green paint on the exhaust. Okay. That's Tanner. Might have been Joe. Wasn't me. I would I would, I bet that was probably Joe. Yeah, Steven. That's probably Joe at night. Might yeah, no light. Because, you know, he's got the six-inch light bar on the weights, and that's it. <laughs> hey, he's got a phone on this flat, or a flashlight on his phone. Because that's what you want to drive around at night with. It's okay, it's convenient, because he already had his windows open, because the air conditioner didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have to worry about that glare coming back. It's, it's open, ready to go. Hey, yep. Top quality. Nothing, Nothing but, but the best. That's how you make money. Farms. You don't want to spend money on fixing up an air conditioner. You just keep going. It's wintertime. Yeah. Let nature be your air conditioner. But he did teach us the, uh, what do he call it? Bees wings? Yeah, bees wings. Bees wings. Yeah, the, the corn finds? Yep. yep. Never, never heard of that. Had you not? Nope. No. You hadn't either? Nope. Surprised you've been around Granddad as much as you had, and you hadn't heard that. Me and your Granddad have never cut corn together. Okay, not once. I would have thought he'd been on the grain cart or something. Not one time. Well, look at you lucking out. Cut a lot of wheat with him. Yeah, it wasn't always an enjoyable experience. <laughs> not always, no. <laughs> but you know, here we are. We all made it through it. Everybody is still alive. For the most part. Yeah. No. One of these days, you're going to get him a quieter toy for up here. I don't know what it would be that he would constantly play with. For the most part. A Kong? A rope. Ropes are quiet. But I don't know that he will play with it as much as he'll play with that. Just bring his collie ball up here. It can't be any louder than that fucking thing. <laughs> no, he'd have that thing ripped to shreds. Too many corners up here. You think he'd hem it up? Take uh, care of it, huh? Pretty sure. Okay. Pretty sure. Well, Patrick, how was Hawaii? Lovely. Lovely. I wish, I wish y'all could enjoy it as much as I did. I told you I would go with you. You should have showed up. I had to work. Yep. Huh. I, I was working too, so I didn't, mm-hmm. didn't get good. But I wasn't invited. 
I mean, I would have given you time off if you'd asked for it, but can't afford it. I didn't think he was going to pay pay very good on his butlin rates. It was a little cool, windy, rainy. So, like, how cool? 6970. Oh, okay. Sounds quite nice. Remember whenever it got a little cool while he was gone? Yeah. And it was 28 and raining. But 69 and the wind's blowing and it's cloudy. It's kind of cool. It was raining here. So it was cloudy and there really sometimes, wasn't that much wind. Sometimes it was freezing rain. Not very often, but sporadically. A couple times. But the sun would come out in 72 with sun. No. Okay. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. So we've got lows of 69 and highs of... 78, maybe? 78. 75, 78. Okay. Yeah. Hey, get that microphone just a little bit more in front of your mouth. Like, you don't really have to adjust it, per se, but... You're going to have to tighten that up. It's okay. That's Is that fine. better? That's fine. Okay. It's just you were like looking around it to talk, and you see whenever you look around it to talk, you don't hear very good. Okay. Gotcha. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not yelling at you like the kids yet. Well, that's nice of you. One more warning. Mighty polite. Are we going to review this one? We can if you want to. I'm not quite done enjoying my... I was just going to let you take a pour, and then I was going to take a pour of it, but... So what 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 was the highlight, the tippy top of your Hawaiian adventure? I really enjoy swimming in the ocean. Okay, that is, is the water fun. warm. I go underwater and I just pretend like I've never known any of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never been here in this world. And damn, he uh, he goes to the bottom and. Sees how long he can stay down there before his wife comes and pulls him back out. It's quiet and nobody's bitching at me, and it's just great time. I mean, you can get that same feeling in the bathtub if you try. You're not as weightless because it's not salt water, Tyler. Okay. (laughs) The uh, luau was fun. The hula dancers. Okay. Had front row seats. And what? What were you on? Big Island, Little Island, Private Island? We Epstein went to Island? Uh, not Epstein Island. <laughs> My name is not on the list. Uh, we'll find out soon enough. It sounds like I don't. Think I it's doubt we'll ever find out. Gotta have faith. Oahu for four days, and then Kauai for three days. Oh, so you moved around some? Yes, we island hopped. Oh, look at you! Oahu is very busy. Okay. Very, uh, commercialized. Kauai's more laid back. Country living. Okay. I've heard it's very expensive over there. It is very expensive. S- Stephen did not eat or drink the entire time. What? No kidding. Not surprising. You want anything to eat? Nope, I'm good. I don't need a $30 slice of pizza. I'm like, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Did he at least like pack some trail mix or beef jerky with him? He just eat what the kids didn't eat. Okay. Bold tactic. Well, I you know, know he's been on that diet. So Well, that's he said I'm going to lose a lot of weight being here because I'm not going to eat nothing. 
It does not surprise me in the least. Yeah. Um, so did you go to a plantation while you were there? Yes. How was it? We did the uh pineapple plantation at Dole. Oh, okay. For the for the little children. Yeah. I think Whitney uh described it as a little train ride to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yeah, that's not a recommendation. <laughs> no, I would not recommend it. Um, I mean, you kind of want to see it for the the children, but right, a lot of people, and the little train that you drive around to look at the pineapple is not very pleasant. Okay, and the little children that are there to see it are crying and screaming, and okay, it's cold. And Whitney said, "Is to train the hell." Fair enough. It, it sounds horrible. So I asked about the plantation because there was one time that I don't know exactly how this all came about, so I'm not even going to try to explain it. But there was some people from Hawaii that came to my office in Dumas to meet us because we were selling them some seed. They okay. were buying uh, forage sorghum and uh, grain sorghum. That might have been it. Might have spent a couple different kinds of grain sorghum and a couple different uh, forage sorghums. So they used to be a sugarcane plantation, but the environmentalists had gone on so hard they were looking for alternative crops. They don't grow sugar cane in Hawaii at all, or they don't do sugar production in Hawaii anymore, do they? I do not know. These people got completely out of growing sugar cane. No, I think it's because of the environmentalists. No, I think the environmentalists have shut it down. If I'm not mistaken that they don't let them do sugarcane production in Hawaii. I think anymore. they could. They just got tired of fighting them, and so they shut it down. Yeah, but they. I thought that that would be really neat to go. And they said we could come see them sometime, but yeah, who's got the time or the money? Um, but they the, the the one reason that I want to go see them is because so they raise cattle and grain and forage. Or, hell, they might be out of business by now. I don't know. But they talked about whenever they planted their sorghum. They had people that came behind the drill, the planters with netting to keep the birds off of it. Mm. But they also hired people, natives, to stand around the fields and clap, you know, like those big stick things, like they do at uh, football and basketball games, Mm -hmm. you know, the boomstick things. Boomsticks. They would hire them to come clap. They called them clappers to keep the parakeets off of it. (laughs) And just once in my life, I want to have a parakeet problem while we're playing. Just once in my life, I want to plant a field of milo and take these fucking parakeets. I saw two parakeets. (laughs) Damn parakeets. I saw two parakeets. Really? Yep. Were they friendly? They were in the hotel lobby. So they were like pet parakeets. I did not see any wild parakeets. Must have been on the wrong island. I remember what island they were on. I did see one center pivot. Okay. That's interesting. I don't think it had been used in a while, but it was one center pivot. I saw the Nutrien retail store. Yes. I saw the Cortiva, whatever, regional service. I think they have a research, research farm or something out there. I think a lot of them do because yeah. they can just keep growing corn year-round over there. But here it is, uh, Wikipedia saying, sugar plant, sugar cane plantations are gone in Hawaii. 
That's what I thought. Yeah. I mean, that's what, I mean, that was five, six years ago. Yeah. But that lady was really nice. She brought us a bag of coffee. That's cool. It was pretty good coffee. And she brought us a bag of real brown sugar. Not brown sugar, like white sugar with molasses in yeah. it, but they're actual brown sugar and something else. I don't remember what it was. They're real friendly people. I was surprised they flew all the way to Dumas just to meet us because we shipped their seed. Because so we put it on a FedEx truck to Sacramento. And then it took a barge. I guess a barge. Yeah. Maybe not a barge. A but boat. A, a boat from Sacramento to Hawaii. I got you. <clears throat> Did say a lot of coffee. Yeah. Plants. And cocoa plants. And pineapple. Was the coffee good there? Did you have some good coffee? Mm, not at the hotel. Well, not at a restaurant. It was good. Okay. But at the hotel, no. See, I, I wasn't all that impressed with the coffee that she brought us. Yeah. I mean, it was fine, but it was kind of like weak, almost. Oh, like, yeah. it didn't matter how many scoops you put in the basket. It was always, and like, I, watery. I would always ask for dark roast, and they would say they don't have it. So, I don't know if they don't They don't roast it that dark? I don't think they do. Because it's a different kind of coffee that they grow out there. Maybe so. The one night at the restaurant for dessert had good coffee, but it probably came from America. (laughs) It's probably Italian espresso, if I was to guess. Straight out of the Illy can. They have lots of water. Like active water? Drinking water? He said on Kauai, they got, there's a part on the mountain that has 600 inches of rain a year. Wow. It's a lot of rain. That's, that is a lot of rain. 600 inches. That is slightly more than we tend to get here. Just a few more. But he said on the other side, dry side, maybe the west was about 20. So about like it is here. Yeah. Boy, that's a. That's a swing. <laughs> well, we so settled I, I on the wrong quite side as much of as my neighbor over there, but you know, whatever. So we drove up the mountain, and you get up there, and it's, you're in the cloud, and it's misty, rainy. Right. You just, I guess, every day, all day. I don't know. Hmm. So, do y'all go through a rainforest? No, not this time. When I was in Maui before, we went through a rainforest. How many how many times have you been to Hawaii? Twice. Okay. What'd you go for the first time? Just funsies? Yes. Okay. Same as this time. Well that's good. Well, I didn't know if you funsies. like took a took a work trip or honeymoon no. or No, that was in two thousand and four. Oh, okay. I was a freshman. So nineteen years ago. Yeah. But we did a rainforest on Maui that year. Okay. So it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it rains a bunch. Yeah. Did not go to Maui this year because <clears throat> it burned up. That's probably for the best. Mm-hmm. So how far ago did you book this this trip? July? June, July? When did that burn? That's about the time you were booking that, wasn't it? It I burned it in was, August. It was August? We were not going to mm-hmm. go to Maui. I... 
said that we're we're not going to go to Maui anyway. Well, Lucky I, decision. I I was just thinking. I was like, man, that's kind of ballsy playing a trip to Hawaii whenever one of the islands is burning. <laughs> it was before the fires, if I remember. Okay, it was but a good good omen that we did not go to Maui. Yep, it sounds like it. No doubt, that's God looking out right there. Yes. <clears throat> so, I, did you fly over Maui and see any of the damage, or? No, if if I did, I did not notice it. Yeah. <coughs> did you take a helicopter tour? No. See, if I go to Hawaii, which I've already told my wife, we're probably not going. Because like, my whole family is infatuated with taking your family's vacations. Hmm. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really want to go. But if I go, I want to take Royce with me. Because I have a friend from Sunray that they went to Hawaii last year. And to take the helicopter tour, it was like 200 bucks a head for a 30-minute trip or something like that. Well, there's a flight school there, and he's a, a aerial applicator. So he went to the flight school, and he said, hey, can I take a lesson? And they're like, yeah, it's 150 bucks an hour. He said, okay, well, can I, can I bring my son with me? I like, yeah, that's fine. No big deal. Pack the plane. We got seats. <laughs> so, and so then he got to talking to the guy and so he let him you know get pretty low and because he figured out you know he's got thousands upon thousands of hours and he's like so you just didn't want to pay for the you just want to pay for the tour right yeah. he's like yeah pretty much so he had to pay 150 bucks and then i think the whole deal ended up costing him like 200 dollars, and he gave him like an extra half hour to fly around and stuff if i knew how to fly that's why I got to take Royce. Okay. Well, yeah. first Royce has to get certified again, and then we're going to hey, take Royce. We could do that in the lesson, though. Hey! Got a pilot there with me, killing two birds with one stone. We were going to do the ship around the north coast of okay. uh, Kauai. Look at the Nepali coast. Okay? So the morning of, they said, the uh, treacherous waves are too bad. We're going to cancel the boat tour, but we'll take you on the south side. Well, that sucks. Yeah. So we canceled and got a refund. So that's why we drove up to take a look and then got in the mountains with the rain and mist. Okay. But, but it was really windy and the waves were the waves were crashing. It, I guess December, winter is uh, those low pressures come across and... Right. It's pretty rough. They had the surf contest on the day we got there. How was that? Did you watch any of it? I did not know about it until two days after. <laughs> uh, but apparently it was pretty good. So uh, whenever I was in Florida, you know, we our hotel was on the beach. And I would sit on my balcony and drink whiskey. And there was, every morning there would be a few jackasses out there trying to surf, but it was like really calm. So for the most part, they were just like sitting on their boards, staring out at the ocean. One day, it, it the wind got up real bad. And so there was actually some waves coming in. And so that was the most fun I've ever had is just sitting there on my balcony watching people wipe out on surfboards. And then there was two guys that busted out the old parasail or whatever. And there's one fucker, he got up way higher than I would have. I've seen some of those videos where they go, they just keep going They just up. catch an updraft or something, and it's just in a circle, spiraling upwards. And it's yeah. like, hey, bud, I'm on the eighth floor, and 
you are higher than me. (laughs) (laughs) If something goes wrong, that water's going to hurt. Live a little, Tyler. But, I mean, they're strapped to a parachute. Yeah. Straps break. I've seen it happen. (laughs) You got to trust your gear, bud. Trust your gear. If I was doing that, it would be just like that bale of hay that I tried to throw up on your pickup yesterday. Where I just kind of, you know, kicked it up, and the next thing I know, I'm holding two strings and no hay. <laughs> That's what that would look like. That's a fair point. That is a fair point. That's the kind of luck I'm having lately, bud. You're not wrong. So let's uh, talk about this here, Basil Hayden tenure. Patrick was nice enough to bring us a bottle of Basil Hayden tenure. Mm-hmm. With a little mistletoe on it. You gotta take a picture of that for the old Facebook. Bold oak, caramel sweetness, and vanilla. 80 proof. Yep. 40% by volume, 80 proof. Aged 10 years, artfully aged by the James B. Beam Distilling Company. It does smell oaky. Does it? It's pretty good. The more I drink, the more I like it, but at first I wasn't a big fan. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It's uh, You can taste the caramel in it. You can taste a little oak in it. Get a little cherry. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. It's not nearly as smooth as the Penelope. I mean, it's not rough, but you're right. It it doesn't just all flow. For being 15 lower on the proof, it's a lot more aggressive. Haven't we done this before, Royce? I know we have done a Basil Hayden's. No, it's plain Basil I thought we did a fancier, a little fancier Basil Hayden. That's right. We didn't like, but we still drank the whole bottle. Felt okay the next day too. Felt great because it's eighty proof. Make you drink like a superhero. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give that a 5.8. Patrick? Yesterday, I gave it a 6.9. Okay. I'll stay behind that. What were you? 5.8. Five, 5.8. Eight. Five, eight. You? I'm going to go 6. Okay. And you were 6.9? 6.9. I thought you said you didn't like it. I think you need to learn what I don't really like this means. Maybe so. Because you really liked that last one. It was a 7.5. I mean, that's a six-tenths of a difference. Okay, give it a 5.9. No, 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 no. First thought, right thought. And it's not so much that you scored this. It's that you said, I don't really like it. Whenever you brought it up here. Yeah, I mean, you pretty that's, much... That's where... That made I, it sound like it was swill. Like, I was expecting old charter. I don't know. The more I drink, the more I like it, but... Speaking of which, I told him 
we would do this. Okay. On the Christmas episode. We got gifts. It's not the super awesome Christmas episode that we were going to do, but it's super awesome Christmas episode. So here we are, RD. So we got this card here. It says, sending Christmas wishes your way for lots of joy in your heart. Keep up the good work on the Effed Up Farming Podcast, RD Dolson. P.S. Tyler, I did not get off my wallet and buy high temp cheese underlined for these sticks. That cheese is a fucking racket. Exclamation point. Okay. So what is what is a high temp cheese? So high temp cheeses don't melt. Okay. You use them for sausages. Because if you'll notice, you can see after he smokes these how that gets pretty crinkly. Mm-hmm. It's because the cheese melts. Okay. And so you will also develop pockets where the cheese melts. It has something to do with the moisture content, and that's the high temp cheese. It melts, but it, it's different. Okay. It gets soft. It doesn't yeah. evaporate, I guess. So what he sent for us here is antelope, jalapeno, and cheddar snack sticks. Homemade. All right. Antelope he shot. Awesome. <laughs> hope he didn't run her much. Or run him much. I hope it wasn't her. <laughs> for <laughs> one. Before I forget, and before I hurt your feelings, thank you, R.D., yes, for thank sending you us very the much. card, the gift, the old charter over there, and uh, thanks for being a listener. Yeah, you, you want to come on? we got plenty of old charter for you to sit here and sip on. He did say he's been branching out on his bourbons. I talked to him for a while the other day. Yeah. He said that uh, recently he got into Four Roses. Okay. I like Four Roses. Not bad. He likes the Evan Williams black. Okay. I prefer the white, but there's sure nothing wrong with that black label. The, the black's I've, not bad. I drink an ocean of it. Bet your mom is so proud. <laughs> She's drank plenty, too. <laughs> oh, Patrick, going big stick. Not bad. No. Kind of salty. Nothing wrong with it. Not getting much cheese in it. Because mm. it evaporated. Mm. Hmm. The texture is pretty good. Texture is good on that. Flavor's pretty decent. Casing's a little tough. Mm-hmm. No. So I got casing stuck in my teeth right now. No. Needs a little bit more pepper. It does need more pepper. Yeah. Needs more jalapeno. Yeah. I'm fine with the cheese level. Because as Royce knows, I don't know if you know this. RD probably doesn't know this. I'm not a big fan of cheese in my meats. No, I'm not either. 
I like to, like I don't mind it. like cheese and summer sausage. I would rather cut a slice of summer sausage Correct. and then put a slice of cheese with it. Correct. Get your own ratio. Yeah. Put that on a Ritz cracker. Good to go. A single, not a sandwich. Saltine cracker, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Saltines are fine. Prefer the buttery Ritz. I'm a saltine guy. Okay. No, I mean, that's for antelope. That's yeah, that's pretty good. Probably one of the top two or three things I've ever had with antelope yeah. that were yeah that were good. Yeah. Well, thank you. That was a good yeah, thank Christmas you, gift. I was I was scared of that. I was a little nervous. I didn't want to let him down twice. Yeah. No, we already we already bashed his whiskey. <laughs> I was getting a little nervous about his snack stick. He asked for an honest review. He got an honest review. Yeah, no, those were so those remember were nice. more pepper, less cheese. More jalapeno. Maybe back off the salt. I don't know if he's going to use that cheese. That cheese is fine. <laughs> okay. An appropriate <laughs> amount of cheese. And maybe back off the salt just, just a scotch. It's not too salty by any means. No. It's not. no. But I think if you backed off the salt a little bit, you're going to notice your pepper and perhaps the garlic or whatever he's got in there a little bit more. You know, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just a little bit of an overpowering salt. Yeah. But well, maybe like that's it. for like hiking, so he's getting his electrolytes. You know, I know RD pretty well. <laughs> he doesn't strike me as a big hiker. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, of course, he's after an antelope or a deer. I don't know. The way we hunt antelope around here, there's not a lot of hiking to it. I don't know how he did his, but I'm pretty sure he shot it in New Mexico. They might make you hike there. And he seems the kind of guy to do it the hard way. Okay. But anyway, we got that out of the way. So thank you again, R.D. Yes, we thank appreciate you, very much. you listening. We appreciate the gifts. Yeah. And there. Now we can be friends again. Now, can we bring up the uh, ranking of Fred Minnick? Sure. I don't know what you're talking about. He's a bourbon taster. Okay. He is pretty popular. Okay. He does the top 100 every year on bourbon. Okay. All right. So how do you, uh, you said Frank? Fred. 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 Mimic? Yep. One hour, or seven hours ago. That's all I like about you, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Keeps on top of the news. Uh, he's got some expensive taste. Yeah. <laughs> he does that. I can't. I can't read that from here, and I can't get it to pull up on my phone. What do we got? Uh, number one is Buffalo Trace Prohibition Old Stag One Thirty Two or One Thirty Two Point Four Proof Thousand Dollars a bottle. Thousand dollars. Then he's got two larcenies. He's got a Nashville Barrel Company cask batch. Uh, Nelson Bros. A barrel barrel batch thirty five is ranked at number six. Which barrel did we have? It wasn't thirty five. I couldn't remember. I thought it was a thirty something. No, I think it was a twenty something. Woodford Reserve batch proof. 
The Elijah Craig C923 133 proof. That's the one you got at your house? I'm sure it is. It's like a, Tyler said he thought so. It was number nine. Yeah, that's number nine seventy dollars a bottle. <laughs> or there's the Elijah Craig B five two three one hundred and twenty four point two proof. That's number thirteen. Got a couple of Milam and Greens on there. None that we've tried, I don't think. We have Barrel Batch 29. Okay. It was good. Which Milam and Greens do you have on there? Oh, so far he's got the... I see the unabridged bourbon. I thought there was a different one on there higher up, but I don't see it now. Number 21. Number 21, Castle Castle, Hills. Castle Hills. We hadn't tried that one. Rabbit Hole Founders Collection Derringer. 102.1 102.1 proof. If That's a $300 bottle. If that's like the <coughs> rabbit hole Derringer that I had, it is not that good. I don't think I've ever tried a rabbit hole. I tried one, and it was a Derringer. I'm, and this has been three, four years ago. This is before the podcast. It wasn't great. Look at that Jefferson's Tropics number twenty six. Yeah, Jefferson's Tropics. We've had that. that we hadn't tried stuff. it on here. It was good though. It was yeah. real good. Royce just finished his bottle, or we'd have a pour. Mm-hmm. Angels Envy Cast Strength Rye one hundred fourteen proof. We've tried that. Is one. that the no? We didn't do the cast strength, but we, I've got the Angels Envy, or you bought the Angels Envy Rye. Around the time Cora was born, one of us bought. Oh Angels yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I like Angels in me. But the rye was is that the very one? Sweet. Is that the one that you were looking at the other day? That was like three hundred dollars at Mikey's at yeah. their Black Friday uh, sale. Might have been two hundred seventy dollars. Yeah. Did you buy that, Patrick? No. Did you ever go over there? No. You told me don't go. Oh, there wasn't a whole lot left. Well, you could have bought that two hundred seventy dollars bottle of Angels in me. That Royce yeah. picked up, and then I was trying to look at the price tag, and he kept moving. And he said, no, it's like 50 bucks. And he looks, oh, no, it is no, not. No, it is not. And he uh, set, set it, it back, back down. down. No, I think that was just an Angel's Envy. I don't think it was a rye. It was an Angel's Might Envy barrel, barrel proof. Which I think that would be really good. be so Angel's, much better than regular Angel's Envy. Yeah, because Angel's Envy is really good whiskey as it is. Mm-hmm. But it'd be better if you got a higher proof of it. That's one of the things I don't really like about it. Correct. Is it's it's so low proof. Uh, pa, 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 trying to see anything else. There's a Mictors US one bourbon made number fifty two. Really, the Mictors is pretty good bourbon. Uh huh. Oh, Forrester birthday bourbon. I hadn't had that one. Ninety six proof, hundred seventy dollars a bottle. Knob Creek eighteen year. I can't remember if I've had that one or not. I have. It's good. Old Forester 100 coming in at 61. Chattanooga cask. We've had a Chattanooga on here. Not the cask. Not the cask. We did not. We would not put it on our 100. $45. There's your Penelope Rose. Rose cask finish number 73. Penelope nine year cast strength, sixty five dollars. That was number seventy eight. 
Steel Austin cask strength, $50. Comes in at 82 Frey Ranch. We hadn't tried it on here, but we have tried that one. Or you've tried. I don't know, 100% malted corn? Was yours 100% malted corn? Which one was it? The Frey Ranch. I don't remember. Smoke Wagon Uncut, 89. Michter's Rye Toasted, number 90. New Riff, Blue Collarge. Hey, look at number 95. Boot Hill Batch 15 High Wheat Kansas Bourbon. From Kansas, Boot Hill. Wow, that's cool. Damn. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we didn't. The new riff that we we don't have that new riff up there. No, but we the don't. new riffs we've tried are really good. They're solid. Mm-hmm. Did we tried the rye now and the bourbon, haven't we? Or yeah, because that bourbon's about gone. I was kind of almost hoping that our special guest was going to bring us that other one. It was too. The what? We were going to have a really special guest tonight. <laughs> so now we just ended up with a special guest. <laughs> <laughs> or the, uh, I was hoping for that or the new, uh, what was it that they just got in? Another Penelope. Oh, that nine year. Yeah, that's, that's the one that's on here. That is good, isn't it, Patrick? Wasn't that you that bought that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we bought it after we got done cutting corn. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the day I asked if you wanted to go in. <laughs> and I was already standing in line yep. waiting on the door to open. That's yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she had to go pick up her kids. That was a good one. So interesting. I don't know that that was my favorite of the Penelope's I've tried though. <clears throat> It's it's yeah. it's top end for sure. So this would be, I mean, this would be hard to do. Like sit down and rank a hundred whiskeys. It's going to end up just like that. What's that fat dude's name? He does all the southern things. Uh, I think his name's Matt. You've seen that video because you tried to show it to oh, me. Oh yeah. Have you seen that? It's like Facebook Reels. What the hell is that? It's it's a southern thing. I think is the name. Yeah, of the channel. I think that's right. Yeah, and his name's Matt. And he, he's like, okay, we're going to sit down. We're going to try some bourbons. And he's got like nine bourbons out there. And he's pouring like pours of <laughs> bourbon. And he's got like Jim Beam and Wild Turkey, Evan Williams. And he's he just he takes a drink and he drinks. And he's having fun, man. He's just, da, da, da. And by the end of it, he's just like, <laughs> somebody, somebody run down and get me some fried chicken. Because <laughs> fried chicken sounds really good right now. Guy. <laughs> Guy is plowed by the end of it because, like I said, because he he takes a big pour of it and he's like, "Oh, it's pretty good. We'll put it here." And he goes through them all, and then he's like, "Okay, so now we're going to put this one over here." And he goes back and he resamples all of them. And I bet that dude felt bad the next day. Oh, sure he did. Or he's just a hell of an actor. Hard to say. I mean, he he does pretty good on his skits, but I don't think he's that great of an actor. It's a really good. He has a college football deal that he does mm-hmm. too. That's funny. And the one about uh, Dollar Trees or Dollar Stores, <laughs> the Dollar Generals. Yeah, it just, <laughs> he's where got are this they coming from? In the corner. I don't. I don't know. 
we, we, we don't know. They just, they just keep popping up. You need, to, you need to check out that. It's a Southern thing. All right. All right. I'll do it. Pretty entertaining. Shameless plug. I enjoy his yeah, videos. I do too. They're not all great, but you know. He's, he's still a high average yeah. batter on that. I mean, he's he's hitting some decent ones. I wouldn't he, throw his name out there if he didn't have more good ones than bad ones. Yeah, he, I mean, he's not really hitting all of them out of the park, but he's he's hitting some solid doubles. So I, like, I think we should go test all these. Is Borminski Farms going to pick up this bill? Because as you know, Tyler ain't got a job. Well... Got a job. He's got a job. He's gainfully unemployed, but <laughs> no, I think we should get a sponsor. <laughs> a sponsor. Go back to the top. Number two is only sixty dollars. I think we can afford. Number I mean, two. there are several. Well, that's on fine. There but what about number one? Uh, we'll pass the number one. I'm guessing it's up there just because of the price tag. So I have a question about this. Are these just bourbons he tried this year? You gotta watch the video. I don't know. Or are they just video? Are they just bourbons that came he, out this year? He blind blind taste and ranked on December twentieth. So he blind taste tested all of them. I'm gonna put a little. I don't. Mm. He's he was wasted by the end of that. Even if he didn't. Oh, even if he's smarter than us last year, whenever we did this episode. Mm. Like even if he was taking Jared pours. Well, I'm just saying, taking Jared pours, tastes it, spits it. You're getting enough absorbed in your mouth. Stuff <laughs> you do with that a hundred times, you're having a pretty decent buzz by the end of it. I'm thinking. I- your tongue would be so <laughs> numb. Oh yeah. Especially some of these as hot as they are. I don't know. Watch the... There's a video. You got to watch it. Well, we can't watch the video. I know. I'm just saying. This is radio. On your homework, go watch the video. Okay. Maybe he does uh, 10 a a day for 10 days. No, it says they were all blind tasted and ranked on December 20th. Maybe it's a bunch of bullshit. I don't know. I'm not gonna call bullshit on his list yet. But He's paid by some of these. I'm not even gonna say that. Know. I'm joking. I'm just wanting to know how he came up with the 100 to to rank. I don't know. That's like that's did he opinion. start with 200? Did he start with a thousand? And these are just the hundred that he put. On that's top? what I'm saying. I yeah. want to know if he like no, reviewed I'm... so many throughout the year. And then he said, sure okay, he so these are the list. ones, these are my hundred, and then he just ranked those. Okay. Okay. Ah, fuck, we could do that right now. What no. time is it? It's 9.45. We could do that. I don't know that we have a hundred up there. We've got lots, but I don't know that we have a hundred. I'm guessing we have somewhere in the ballpark of 73. Yeah, but not all those have anything left in them. It'll be fine. We'll taste them last. <laughs> <laughs> We'll just pass the bottle around and smell it. Good fur. No, no, going back to the uh, Hawaii trip. When we left Honolulu to go to Kauai, 
in the airport is the duty-free shop. Mm-hmm. And so we're walking by, and there's a uh, a uh, display of of Clico bottles with the little canister you put the bottle in that has an arrow on it, and it says Honolulu. And I said, well, that'd be a great gift for Whitney for Christmas. But you couldn't buy it. So I walk up there, and I grab it, and then I turn the corner. Well, there's Blanton's, there's E.H. Taylor's, there's all yep. kinds of bourbons. So I pick up a bottle of Blanton's. I'll say, well, this is my Christmas. Couldn't buy it. Why? This is duty-free. you got to be traveling internationally. I didn't think you had to anymore. A lot of those duty-frees are open. Okay. Like at Dallas? I think that duty-free, you you go buy it. So You little, can't open it in the airport, and it's still like the rules like when we went to Canada yeah. still apply. But they... It's not just international flights anymore. The little think. old Japanese lady came and grabbed me and said, where are you going? And I, said, I guess some of, airports it still is. I said, none of your business. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> How'd this go? She said, you can only buy this and deliver it to your gate. And I said, well, my gate is B3. Yep, deliver see. it. No, only Japanese people. Oh. Because they're all going to Tokyo. So you're, you're, you got racially profiled. Yes. I said, send me to Tokyo, you little. Did you say that? Here's the deal. Let's go to Tokyo. You can stay. <laughs> yeah. Now, for some reason, I was she thinking. She grabbed it out of my hands. Huh. No, for some reason, I was thinking like the last time I flew through the Dallas airport, which would have been this summer, that there was a sign that said the duty free was. But that doesn't make it a duty free because you're still gonna. Have, you're, I know that's gonna have to pay taxes. It's now it's just whole, an, now just an airport store, so I don't know. Whatever. If you want to get a lot of bottles of Blanton and each Taylor, I'm gonna right say Japan. I so guess so. I'm in a Facebook group that there's a lot of those guys that live in like Wisconsin or. Border northern border states, so they will go through the drive-through duty freeze. They'll go to Canada, mm-hmm. go to the duty free, pick up their Blantons, do whatever they're going to get, then they drive back because they have all those allocated bottles, and there's not that many people that go to the drive-through duty freeze. Hmm. We were recently discussing that you need to go to Canada to try some yes. real Canadian whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So why don't you do that? Um, let's go next he's, year. He's coming with us. The family vacation. We'll have Tyler and Royce, and we'll go to Colorado. I mean, Canada, Colorado. <laughs> like, that didn't get us very far. That's, um, so, I mean, that's that is a state north of here. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Not Colorado, Canada. See, me and Royce are supposed to go look at bulls and cows at some point in Canada. Yeah. Okay. Well, take me with you. But what I was telling you, you can yeah. come. Okay. We'll eat some poutine, drink okay. some beers, okay. a little whiskey. Got to be better poutine than what that uh, old lady on Facebook is serving up. I love poutine. Not this lady's. <laughs> it was frozen orata french fries. That were microwaved. That were microwaved. with, And they were crinkle cut. Fuck, who the fuck is buying crinkle cut french fries? This lady with no taste. And then she poured, was it turkey gravy? 
Out of a can? It was. I know it was canned gravy, but I can't remember if it, it was. It was great value. I'm pretty sure it was turkey gravy. I think it's just brown gravy. Maybe. Brown. I think it was just labeled brown gravy. I don't know. It looked disgusting. Gravy out of a can and craft singles. Put it in the microwave again. <laughs> Chow down. And talk about how good it was. Like, I think that lady's got to be... There's got to be something wrong with her. What else did she make that we were we were talking about the other day? Her chicken noodle soup where she boils her cut chicken that she cut with a scissor right into the boiling pot. Drains all of the water off of the chicken. Puts it back in the pan. Pours in a bottle of chicken stock. Puts in egg noodles. There's not enough chicken stock in there. Or broth, I can't remember, but close enough, you know. So she just pours water until it's completely clear. The no seasonings. This is nothing. Canada. No, 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 no. She made poutine, and that's that's. This is some southern lady. Oh. Well, she her, tried to call that southern style poutine, and I'm like, no, bitch, no. The South is known. The South of America is known for their good food. What you're making is a travesty. You're fucking up. Well, her her mac and cheese that I didn't even know Chef Boyardee made mac and cheese in a can. That's the one I was thinking of. Her her. Thanksgiving dinner because she got her yeah, ham yeah, out yeah, of yeah, can, yeah, 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 sliced yeah. it up, put pineapple in between it. That was so gross. Like I would have ate the pineapple out of that stuff before I picked anything else. And anybody yeah. that knows me knows that's how bad the rest of that <laughs> shit was. It was terrible. Yeah, that 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 deal's got to be a joke. Because if, if you've ever read any of the comments on that deal, it is a troll farm. Like, it is. Oh, hell yeah. People She's taking mac and her. cheese in a can. People rake her over the coals. I couldn't even, like the first couple, I couldn't even get to the comments because I had to turn it off because it's just like. <laughs> I had quit watching those. Like if I saw them pop up, I, I just completely stopped. Until you started sending them to me. And then I started watching them because I was trying to outgross you. <laughs> what? Is that Canadian? No, that's the rosé cask. Where's your Canadian? Else? I don't think we have any Canadian up here. We've got some Pendleton. I'm out on Canadian. That Gibson's is good. So this is number 90, whatever that I'm drinking on his range. Uh, it's not 90, but like 50-something 50 50. maybe. What batch? we got to find it. Maybe it was 90. Nope. Penelope, nine years, 78. The Penelope Rosé is 73. They don't have a batch number. It just says cask finish. Rosé cask finish, 94 proof.
You only keep talking. Well, I'm letting Patrick sniff his whiskey. Here's the deal. I'm not planning on doing a whole lot of editing to this deal, so we need to eliminate this dead air situation you know, that we keep fair. finding ourselves in. That's fair. So, Patrick, you're fixing to try the Penelope Rosé Cask Finish, which is another wine barrel finished whiskey by Penelope. One of our higher ranked wine barrels. Did you look up uh, Whitney's score on that? Oh, yeah. Let That's me a lot that. hotter, hotter than the Valencia. Mm. Tastes like it. It should be 94 proof if it's the same bottle that he's got listed on here. Yes, it is a 94. I think I like the Valencia better. <laughs> well, of course, but what would you score that? Quit looking for your wife's. Got a good burn to it. Pretty hot. I mean, it is good. None of us hated it, but uh, you ranked it right there with your wife. There you go. And Tyler. I had it at a seven. That Valencia so, was a lot better. Yeah. We all ranked it higher. 100%. So, all right, well, where do we want to go from here? I don't know. Um. Oh, okay, so we, we can uh, get off on. in the weeds a little bit. Hang on, hang on. I'm going to look up that Steel Austin when I had it. I've heard some of those are really good, but at the rodeo. That uh I've had Steel Austins before. I didn't I didn't care for that one. That one had a lot of cinnamon. Yeah, that one was it wasn't quite Fireball, but it was I thought it tasted like getting pretty close. It was a premium Fireball, but I Yeah, it, it's better than Fireball. A high-end Fireball if you would. So yeah, that's the one I had at the rodeo. Was the cast strength at the rodeo? My cousin brought it up when she came okay. for the rodeo. She brought me a for the white deer rodeo. White deer rodeo, uh, still Austin cast strength eighty two. It was good. Okay. I mean, I was not. I was not uh, displeased. Had a lot well. better color than the one you got up there. I mean, that one, if you look at it right here, it's got a very cinnamon color to it. You can see this one has a lot better. Yeah, that one's a lot darker. But it's a different label, so I'm guessing they're not the same one. That may be the one we almost bought, and we bought that one instead. Probably. Yeah, I've had that cast strength before. It's good. Is it? That's they close. keep it at that uh, at that bar, the Palace Coffee. What are they called? Oh. Yeah. The Royal Bar. Yeah. They keep that. <laughs> Next to the haircutting place? Yeah. When do you start getting our haircuts later? Yeah. 
The only problem is go to the Royal Bar. We both got stuff we got to do. Get home for. I know. Nothing ruins fun like family. That's the way it works. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> this is a super fun Christmas episode. Okay, and... so I have a top five list. All right. That we're going to do because we haven't done a top five list in the age of a coon. We have not done a top five in a while. And I'm really glad that Patrick's here for this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Top five what? He's going to go first. And I'm going to go with your top five Christmas traditions. Okay. Every family's got some. Some families overlap. Some are just like generic traditions, whatever. Patrick, number one, let's go. We're going five to one, correct? Uh, no no specific order. No no order. Just. Um, so uh, we might make this a top six list so everybody gets two. Okay. I don't know. Maybe we just everybody give five. I don't going, know. Uh, five. Doing the Christmas caroling. The Christmas caroling. Okay. Always oh, seems like fun. Never get invited. With uh, Royce's favorite neighbors. I'm not Polish enough. No. We did it as a church a couple times when I was younger. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Did a kind of a hayride type deal. and mm-hmm. did, So I, I can see that being on the list. Mm-hmm. Christmas caroling's fun. Yeah. You want me to go? Uh, I'm going to say opening presents as a family Christmas morning. Getting okay. to see, uh, you know, what you, or the reaction from everybody else's. To the presents you gave, and you know, a little bit of selfishness getting to open your presents. You know, so how uh, how do y'all do that? You so, do one at a time, or everybody at once? So I'm in a weird juxtaposition here because I came from a family that just wild west, just open presents. Well, yeah, I've met you and your heathen. Everybody goes crazy. Uh, now I'm married into a family that it's very organized. Mm-hmm. It's one at a time, and so. I mean, it, both ways are fine, and I can see see why the second way, especially if you want to see somebody's reaction to opening the present, is uh, is better because I've noticed myself like when we're at my parents for Christmas, like with nieces and nephews and everybody, I'm watching more than I'm paying attention to what I'm opening. Um, you know, seeing how everybody reacts, what everybody gets, but. Because, you know, like Christmas morning, whenever we're opening presents, like me and my sister, whenever we were little kids, it was it was pretty well just wild west to do what yeah. you want. But like on Christmas Eve, whenever we'd go to my mom's family's house, it was kind of more, you know, you open your, we, yeah. you know, age or we draw or we do, whatever. With Caitlin's family, we do it by age. Youngest gets to open first and then you go up in age by that. And, and I actually don't think we ever went by age. We just went in a circle. Yeah, it's just however you, you just kind of pick somebody, yeah, and go. But like I said, you know, just our family, which my granddad Bob always came over to our house on Christmas morning, and he'd bring me and Fred our presents. He'd hang out, we'd eat breakfast, whatever. Yeah, and we still kind of do that now because we have Christmas Eve at my mom's house, and it's a little more orderly. Mm-hmm. And then, and it's still not like hundred. It's just not quite the Wild West. It's Quinn and Hurricane. Ripping into their shit, and then the rest of us, you know, it's like, oh, hey, that's cool. Open that. Let's see what it is. Yeah. So it's organized chaos. I got you. And then, like, my parents come over Christmas morning and let Hurricane open the rest of her presents and see what Santa Claus brought. Yeah. Mom makes cinnamon rolls. It's great. That's nice. How do y'all do it, Patrick? My family growing up was one at a time. Now, I guess Whitney doesn't have a. It's more of 
the kids just do what they want. Right. Yeah. You know, because let's be honest, as an adult, like you probably got Whitney one or two things. She got you one or two things, maybe, depending yeah. on how you were that I year. Mean, we, so, like, I mean, you could open your present, and then you just watch the kids. Yeah, it's more of the, the kids just kind of... But you kind of want them to do it separate, so you get, like you said... So you can watch what they... Here's my gift to you, Hannah, and yeah. I want to see your reaction and not... I mean, as, as you get older, it's definitely changed from, oh, wow, this is awesome, what did I get, to... I hope they like it. Oh, yeah. I want to see yeah. the surprise on their face yeah. when I got them what they asked for, or something that I thought they would really like, or yeah, you know, yeah, correct. But I, I when I was back to what I was saying, I didn't know how y'all did it. Like in terms, of like if your grandparents came over on Christmas morning, or if it was just y'all, or so growing up, we always did Christmas at our house first, yeah, and did our chores there because you know we always had show animals and stuff right. that we would feed. And then, you know, mid-morning, whatever, we would come over here to Granny and Granddad's house, and it was still just mass chaos over here. Right. I mean, there's no corralling that much. <laughs> We're bad enough. I have met. Yeah. If you can't control you, those three, yeah. you're not going to control the rest of them yeah. either. No. So, yeah. But, I mean, then you got Christmas lunch and everything at Granny's house, and so that was our tradition growing up was open our stuff there, and then... We ate. We always ate lunch there. At okay. I didn't know how y'all did your meals. Yeah, no, that's that's how we did those because you know the other grandparents lived so far north. That well, yeah, I knew that, <sighs> but I didn't know if y'all we were Christmas Eve or Christmas. I couldn't remember. Now, now going over to mom's usually when they're here, we go over there. It's turned out to a deal where we go over there Christmas Eve usually. Okay. Um, Sean and Jessica come to town for Granny's Christmas. We all do it the day before Granny's or the day after Granny's, something like yeah. that. So we work it around there where everybody can get together. It just okay. depends on the day. Okay. And it's still mass chaos at Mom and Dad's house. Caitlin tried to rein it in one year. <laughs> <laughs> just got stopped. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> so it's my turn, and yeah. I am going to go with Midnight Mass. Okay. One of my favorite things about Christmas. A little smoke, a little fire, a little singing. Little red eyes staying up late. I like it. It sounds fun. Now I kind of hate it to an extent. Because like whenever I was a little kid, you know, you stay up till midnight, you go to mass, go to bed. You wake up five hours later and Santa Claus is there and all that. It's short sleep. Poof. Boy, it's, it's a real short sleep now. Mm-hmm. As, as Cora puts it, is this big nap or little nap? <laughs> it's it's a little nap. Little nap. That's all she, I'm going to say about that, because it's, it does turn into a little nap. I can see that. I am no longer the first person awake in my house on Christmas morning. Do you cook, every, is, do you cook on Christmas morning? Uh, so, like... Like I said, since we moved back to town, my mom will bring over uh, oh, cinnamon, cinnamon rolls. Yeah. That's nice. Um, and I think... When, she, so she wakes up early and cooks them. Well, they're uh, the kind that you make. Like, she makes them before we go to church. Yeah. And then she just overnight. has to bake them. Yeah. But. And I think she normally just brings them to my house and puts them in my oven. You open your presents, then you eat cinnamon roll. Okay. That's nice. Uh, whenever we lived in Dumas, I woke up and, you know, we'd open presents do all that and then I'd cook breakfast 
and then move on to whatever I was cooking for the rest of it. Yeah. But yeah. Big breakfast family in my my family. I'm not surprised. Speaking of breakfast, my number two. Chicken noodle soup. Okay. Not for breakfast. With or without the pause. More often than not without the pause. Okay. But, I mean, throw them in there. I'll, don't bother me. For those of you that don't know what a paw is, that is the chicken foot. But you need to put salsa on your chicken noodle soup. Okay. That is the secret. Try I could see I mean, I'm not going to argue with you because that sounds great, but I have never tried that. Try Even it. like a Progresso chicken noodle soup? Put a little sauce on there? Or yeah. It can't make it any worse. That's fair. <laughs> Put a little sauce in there. It makes it... You know, the other day whenever I was sick, Haley was like, well, do you want me to eat chips and chicken noodle soup or something? I was like, no, because if I make chicken noodle soup, I'm going to have to get up and make it from scratch. And no, nah, we're good. That's fair. See, I'd like to put green chilies in my chicken noodle soup, so I am not surprised that salsa makes that better. I mean, that. try it. It's good. Okay. That's a Christmas Eve uh, at Grandma's chicken noodle soup. Put your salsa in it. Huh. Your grandma? Yes. Okay. But we've continued that tradition. Right. Well, that's good. Well, you got to. It's yeah. tradition. Chicken noodle soup. Good. You don't fuck with tradition. Everybody does. Especially when it's no. a... Tasty tradition like that. Yeah. On that one, I'm going to kind of piggyback off of this, but this was my idea before he said that. I'm going to say Christmas dinner. Like, Fuck, I was going to say that. <laughs> growing up, I mean, that was, and I kind of alluded to this on my last one, but we'd open presents and then we'd go eat lunch and spend all afternoon with my cousins. And you'd eat and four sheet pans of rolls apiece. Oh, yeah. The rolls were good. The ham was good. The steak was good. I mean... Hands down, that was the best part of working at O'Neill Farms is that every so often there would either be some leftover rolls or she would just make rolls yeah. on a whim for a special occasion or something. The rolls. Rolls are still the highlight. You ever had Nancy's rolls? No. Oh, you are missing out. They are no. fantastic. And my mom gets so pissed because, you know, she'd make rolls whenever we all played dominoes and me yeah. and dad fucking love them. And mom likes them too. Yeah. But she gets so banana shape because she'll try to make a roll. It's like, I don't think these are Nancy's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Granny does set a high bar. I don't know if she puts Coke in them or what, but they are fantastic. <laughs> there is, there they is, are addictive. You can founder on those rolls. There is just a sniff of methamphetamine in there. <laughs> just to keep you addicted. There is something. They are delightful. But, I mean, that's something we've continued. I always try to cook something nice for either lunch or supper. You know, do a nice Christmas dinner you know, for everybody and, you know, invite family over, you know, yeah. do a family meal. Like, and not just like our family, but invite like my grandparents over, my parents over, Aunt Sue and Uncle Vince, anybody that's around that, you know, get everybody over here and hang out as a family and do something. Let them see Cora and all right. the presents she got and whatnot. So that's fine. You want to go ahead and do another one? I'm going to go with killing the bug. <laughs> that was going to be my next one. <laughs> well, then I'll let you explain it. Because Yeah, I don't, I don't know what this one is. You got to wake up 
the morning of Christmas Eve before the sun comes up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds great so far, doesn't it, Royce? Sounds fantastic. And you got to take a shot of liquor. It could be vodka. It could be uh, schnapps. could be tequila. Whatever. And your goal is to kill the bug so you don't get any sickness for the rest of the year. Oh, okay. I have heard about this. I didn't realize it was called killing the bug. But You're killing your sickness. You're killing the bug. Okay. So if you do it before the sun comes up on Christmas Eve morning. On Christmas Eve morning. Yes. So not Christmas morning, Christmas Eve morning. Correct. Yes. Got to kill the buck. I feel like this is something I'm not going to get in trouble for this year because my wife's still going to be gone. <laughs> you wake up, you set your alarm, you wake up, and you take a shot of whatever and you go back to bed. So you just have it ready there by your bed. Yep. Not me. See, I normally kill the bug and then just shift over to mimosas. Well, I mean- <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I was going to be up before the sun came up anyway, so like, <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> might as well have a buzz. I mean, you know, by the time the sun comes up, you're already on second breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you want to do more than one shot, hey, you know, like can enhance. I think your... there's a deep sickness within me that just really needs to it die. Can only enhance <laughs> I don't know if one's going to be enough. <laughs> Tyler, I, I thought I think, you were going a different direction with that. I was like, oh, this is where he starts going to meetings. <laughs> no, 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 no. So this year, I think I'm going to go with the Bird Dog Peach Whiskey. Okay. All right. I've had a uh, bottle of uh, apricot schnapps. Your bioni shit? Yes. And I'm out now. Can't find it. So. Can't even buy that shit on the internet. I've tried. Yeah, it's really good. I don't think I'd have tried that one. That one sounds... Uh, Sounds like breakout zone to me. No, because it was like legit German schnapps. Oh, really? It wasn't like peach schnapps. It was... Okay. Wasn't it German? Yeah. Yeah. Like it was from the people that made schnapps. Oh, okay. They came... They brought them back. That was my Christmas gift at uh, at the uh, German grandparents. They had come back from Germany, and that was my gift. And I used it for five years, and I ran out. Downhill ever since, huh? I've been sick every year since. Well, darn. No. I might go with a... Uh, I still got some peppered vodka. I need to get some peppered vodka. I still have a bottle for my wedding. <clears throat> oh, boy. So that shit is... It's aged. 13 years old. Wow. Huh. You ever be had peppery. peppered vodka? I don't think I have. Have you ever woken up before the sun and had a peppered vodka? <laughs> well, I hadn't had peppered vodka, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> but I know damn well he's woke up before the sun and had a shot. That'll make you Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to deny that one. Very good odds. <laughs> I'll come back next week on the podcast and I'll bring peppered vodka. There you oh. go. Just come over. Before the sun comes up, I don't. I don't think Sunday you're gonna morning. like it, Royce. But Probably I'll tell you not. this much: it is an acquired taste. Really? Yes. It will be really good in a Bloody Mary. I don't like Bloody Marys, but I hear it's really good in a Bloody Mary. Never tried that. I don't think I've ever drank peppered vodka that it wasn't just a shot. They say put it in a Bloody Mary. It's really good because you get I don't spicy. Like Bloody Marys. I can see that. Because I'm guessing it just. 
pepper. It's in, like a pepper infused vodka. Yeah, yeah. Like just black pepper? No. It's like a. They use a certain kind of pepper. I don't know it. what kind of pepper. But like jalapeno, but not jalapeno. Yeah. I, I didn't know if it's just like black pepper, like whole black pepper. No, that they like a. Said like a there. chili. Okay. Well, we've done that before. I've done green chili vodka and green chili tequila. No, that's different. Okay. Because you don't you don't get a lot of chili flavor out of it. Ah, uh, okay. I'll bring you what I got. It may not be the best. It's an absolute. But hey, it's what I got. It's worth a shot. Pollock's big on the peppered vodka at weddings and such. Okay. They're big on infused yeah. vodka. Doesn't even have to be that infused. Yeah. <coughs> Polish still. Yeah. That's like uh, Carolyn's pomegranate vodka shots. Yeah. She takes uh, pomegranate, she cuts it in half. She makes her a shot of trays of vodka. She takes a spoon and just hammers the pomegranate to where your pomegranate seeds fall out into the shot glasses. Okay. And she passes them out and yells, shoot and chew. Okay. Because you can't just take it like a shot. <laughs> because you got pomegranate in seeds. your throat. Yeah. So you gotta, chew. you gotta chew that. Luckily, they're small seeds. If you, yeah, yeah, if you happen to get a shot glass that's got like more than one or two in it, and you just, you, yeah, you're oh, gonna. I, I, I can see chew. that. I just swallow. Heard that about you. Opens the um, <laughs> bottles of the balls. <laughs> right down the hatch. I, I chew mine. All right, good for you. <laughs> I swallow. At my, uh, what was that? Some event. Carolyn was passing those out. And I watched get about to die from a pomegranate seed. <laughs> he forgot to chew. He didn't listen to her. <laughs> Apparently his first go around with Carolyn. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> But we have time. We should do some infused vodka. Okay. What do you want to infuse it with? We can do pineapple. We can do... <laughs> no! We can do... Uh, what kind of chili pepper? We can do grapefruit. Grapefruit. Grapefruit's always good. Grapefruit can... vodka is good. That's what I was thinking about. I used grapefruit vodka last year. We could do, I've got a thing of it downstairs, so that's what I was thinking I was going to do this year. I was pretty drunk by about 9.30 last year because, <laughs> that's easy. again, there is a sickness within me that I felt I really needed to be killed. Or fed. <laughs> Whatever, dick. <laughs> we could do um, cherry. I've never had a cherry vodka. I'm thinking it's not going to be bad. They've had some killer strawberries at the grocery store lately. They have. Strawberry vodka would be good. We should do it. Okay. Sounds good. We got two days. (laughs) Infused flavor. (laughs) You know, I've got some 
Buble drops downstairs. We just drop that in there. I've got the grapefruit Buble drops. I've got the cherry. There we go. Before sunup, be at my house. We're gonna have all sorts of flavored vodka. Might even. I think I've got some raspberry too. Raspberry. Yeah. There's potential there. All right. Whose turn is it? My turn. I guess your turn. I mean, we've done our six. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, whatever. If you got more. Well, I mean, y'all going. Y'all doubled that one, but yeah, that was six. But he started. That's true. So. That's a tear. She even said hi to everybody. Yeah. They ever tell you on uh, your grandparents ever tell you Christmas on Christmas Eve when it turns midnight for Christmas Day that you can go out and talk to animals? No. No. They never told you that? Nope. No, we're not Polish. So when it turns midnight on Christmas Eve, you're able to go out and speak with animals. They talk to you. I'd buy that. My dog's always pretty chatty after midnight mass. Okay. That's just uh interesting. Try it. Okay. Have to be out there at midnight and say talk to the cat and say hey. And so it has to be midnight? Midnight on Christmas Eve. But How it's not is- like twelve ten. Nope. Midnight. You got a minute. I'm not sure how long you have, but be there at midnight. Okay. You got to be outside? I mean, if you have a cat in the house or a dog in the house, I guess. I don't know that I want to have or know what that cat has to say. I'm pretty sure you don't. (laughs) Go talk to a cow. Go talk to Beauty. Might be interesting. See if she likes her new home. (laughs) She doesn't. Actually, right now she probably does. Because things are starting to set up. Swamp O'Neill has dried down. It was pretty swampy there for a little bit, getting out of their uh, yeah their swamp pasture into their swamp corn stalks. But try it. Okay. okay. So can you talk to animals or do animals talk back? I assume they talk back. Well, anytime you can talk to an animal. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if this was a deal you could say stuff to the cow and the cow would understand you, or if it was a deal where you're going to have a conversation with the cow. Uh, That's a good question. I'm assuming they talk back. Huh. Hmm. You say, how are you? I kind of want to get Steven on the horn and be like, hey, bud, what's up with this talking to animals Christmas Eve? Ask him. I mean, I'd call him, but... Oh, he's been asleep for an hour. That's what I figured. But I've I've never tried it, because... Like, you'll be at church. No, our midnight mass is at 10 o'clock. <laughs> Explain that. <laughs> <laughs> I take my dog with me. It's like, hey, I got shit to do. Hold up a minute. Jesus is important, but I've got a scientific experiment to happen right here. I need to know what my dog has to say about me. Do you have any critiques? (laughs) Do you want a different kibble? More yard time? Like, what's going on here? (laughs) That's why you got (laughs) it. Hey. 
It's their chance to tell you. Yeah. Fair point. Think about how frustrated all the other animals are. It's like, nobody's talked to me. I know damn good and well they can. One time a year, and these cocksuckers are just letting it go. And I've got so much to say to you. It's like they're Festivus. They got their airing of grievances. <laughs> you got So is that is that your next tradition? I was talking to animals. Sure. Since Royce is up getting a beer, I'm going to jump him because there is another one that I've got, and that would be the movies. Uh, yeah, I take a beer. Um, the Grinch is one that we always watch. The original Grinch. Um, Frosty, Rudolph. Rudolph is probably one of my favorites. And Frosty. Frosty and Rudolph are up there. I prefer Rudolph to Frosty, for sure. Because I remember, you know, those coming on as a kid back before you could record stuff. Right. And so, I mean, you'd sit down, you'd, you'd time it on your, or you'd set a timer or something. I guess you wouldn't set a timer because you didn't have a phone, but. Man, he's a pretty nice guy if you don't fucking work for him. <laughs> you can um, have another one if you want. Um, I'm trying to think. Violent Night. That's turned into one of my that, new traditions. It's a pretty good movie. Have you seen that movie, Patrick? No. You gotta oh. watch it. You got Amazon, right? Yeah. Violent, uh. Night. Violent Night. It's like they took kind of a diehard situation and added a whole lot more Christmas <laughs> into it. I feel like now that you say that. <laughs> That guy is a hardcore diehard, is not a Christmas movie guy. And then he's like, I'll show you a fucking Christmas movie. I'll show you a diehard Christmas movie. I think that's what it is. He's like, oh, diehard is not Christmas enough for you? See, I'm taking the other approach. He's like, all right, all right if diehard is not Christmassy enough for you, I will give you diehard Christmas. Essentially, without giving away too much of the plot, Santa Claus finds himself in a hostage situation. And he is the only one that can get everybody free. And oh. Santa Claus is a hardcore motherfucker. <laughs> he was an old school Viking, and he did not forget his ways. No. I'll watch it. I'll tune it up. You need, you need to watch it. It is. Okay. It is so good. It is. It's, I mean, You know when we're putting together Christmas presents Saturday? <laughs> I think that's what Violet we're going to do. Have Christmas movies on. Drink whiskey. You got any Christmas presents you need to put together? Me and Rose are going to do that on Saturday. Okay. Okay. I Feel don't free know. to come over. I don't know what we got. We're supposed to have a trampoline. Can I bring that? I don't know how you're going to haul it home, but yeah. Okay. I put one together. They're not that bad. I don't know if anybody ever got the trampoline or not. I'm going to have to do that at the shop, though. Might need to. Because I'm not doing it outside Saturday night. No, Saturday night's supposed to be cold. Yeah. So we're going to have to move down to the shop. Yeah. Got heat there. Tools. Okay, so we start at Patrick's shop. We put together his trampoline. Because he's got a TV. And a pool table. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know how many Christmas presents we're going to get put together. All right, so we start here. <laughs> but we got the movie going, the violent. Violent, uh, so that's what I'm saying. Night, that's know? what I'm saying. We start here. We get the 
get the dollhouse workbench put together. Then we go put together Patrick's trampoline. I like that. We ain't closer to town. Yeah. And it's back road, so I mean, I'm fine. Yeah. But, <clears throat> I mean, that way, everything gets put together. We end with a pool table because, I mean, everybody knows that's a... We get started playing pool and watching movies and it's going to be a deal. You know, I can do that tomorrow night. All I've got is a chair. It came in a box. About like that. I've already put together my chair. Oh, really? Yeah. Good on you. I know. Think you're better than me? Yep. I think that's what he's saying. Probably are. Four legs. Eight screws. Oh, this is a rolling chair. Oh. In a box. She's getting a uh, desk, but I don't know if that's from Santa to be put together. If that's a, uh... well, it's still got to be put together. Yeah, but if it's uh, you open it up, then okay, that's fair. Won't, we can't do that until Hurricane already got her desk. Now she just needs a chair. Oh well, I mean that's why I got the chair for the desk. But see the, we got a workbench like. Y'all have a cheer shop for your girls and then a dollhouse. And I'm guessing one of those is from Santa and one of them is from us. You can't get them too much from Santa. You know, you got to draw a line somewhere. What's... Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't know how we're going to play that, but I'm going to go ahead and put them together while they're gone and then hide them in the spare room. So they're going to be gone on Christmas. They come back Christmas Eve. Okay. That's why we're doing it Saturday night. Okay. Okay. Less chance of Cora waking up, coming out. Hey, Dad, what are you doing? <laughs> we had that happen where we're hanging a TV once. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did. <laughs> Luckily, Haley was playing blocker on that one. <laughs> and then we all got COVID. <laughs> That's what I was fixing to say. So, Caitlin did mention, don't get sick this year. <laughs> And we all had a happy New Year's where we brought in dry January without being able to taste anything anyway. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> that's when, it's, it's all like you're drinking water anyway. That's when Tyler uh, emptied his cabinet of all the bad stuff you couldn't taste. Yes. <laughs> of all the bad stuff you It was after taste. January. but You know, um, like when people send you something like a... Like a bottle of scotch that you don't really like. Oh, yeah. So Can't can... taste it. Fucking oh, drink that's it. right. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. yeah. Now is the time. 100%. <laughs> None of the flavor, all of the burn. <laughs> all the burn and all the buzz. That's how I knew that I drink bourbon for a reason. <laughs> because I like the flavor. Take out the flavor. Not a lot of reason to drink it. Kind of fucking sucks. Yeah. It's hard to choke down that bottle of smoky-ass scotch. <laughs> the moat fire, as we <laughs> called it. <laughs> oh, that was a fun Christmas party, though. Oh, that was a great that Christmas party. That was a party. fun Christmas party. <laughs> Shame you didn't live here for that one. That one, that was... Started out, who who bought who the worst Christmas gift? And it's like, hold up. 
Jig in that fucking cabinet a little bit. <laughs> you're going to find something you're not going to fucking like. No, I've, I've got one worse than that. Scotch. You don't like scotch, huh? So I uh, cut my teeth on scotch. Okay. You know, before I drank bourbon. Right. I went from... I was a big vodka drinker. Okay. And then I went to the scotch. Seems like a big jump. From little flavor to lots of flavor. And potentially bad flavor. Yes. That's why, you know, somebody buy you a bottle of scotch and I'd have it for a year. That's why I don't like telling people, if they ask, it's like, so what do you like to drink? I like bourbon. Yeah. Like you don't ever tell them you're a scotch drinker because scotch drinkers are very specific in what they like. And so, you know, there might be five, ten different brands that you do like. They will never pick those. Yeah. Like me and you, we're good. We're fine. We have very yeah. similar flavor profile. I mean, we may be off every once in a while when Look, we Look, sometimes something. you roll the dice and it bites you in yeah. the ass. But it sounds a lot better on the description than what it is. But every time I've ever been gifted a bottle of scotch, it's a fucking moat fire. Not every time. I think I've given you... Well, not you, but... Okay. Every other time. Yeah. Like just... Like my father-in-law. It's like, oh, you like scotch? Here's your bottle of scotch. Like... I'll I'll try it. Like like what? Jura is coming to mind, but Royce gave me that. Like a Glenn Levitt? I like Glenn Levitt. They're good. Balvini. Love Balvini. Good. I like the Dalmore. Except Johnny for Walker. the Dalmore is fantastic. I'm not huge on Johnny Walker. Like I've had the Johnny Walker blue or platinum or whatever the fuck they call it. And it's it's just They're not terrible. It's awful smoky. They're they're not terrible, but it's it's not the greatest. You get into the blends, and they start going down for me usually. Yeah. The single malts are, are single better. malt highlands. Yeah, highlands. Stay away from the Islays. Because that's where you get into the smoky, the the way smokies. There's some Lagavulins that are good. Yes. Not the Lagavulin. I, the Game of Thrones Lagavulin <laughs> that, that I gave that you was, was, not great. <laughs> was not great. I will say you get drunk enough, the uh, the Jura, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be real drunk for that shit to work good. Because the second time I had it, yeah. when... I know, I was there. She tried to give me a glass, too. And I'm like, no, I'm not drinking that shit. She said, no, you just got to try it. And she's fucking hammered. She's like, you she just was- got to try it. I'm like, I don't want it. It's like, no, you just got to try it. And she's like about to pour the bottle in my mouth. I'm like, okay, chill. Get a glass, and I will have a taste. <laughs> I miss old Jamie. Oh, yeah. All right, so where do we go from here? To bed. I mean, that's... Uh... Probably, probably two hours, 15 minutes for okay. a super awesome Christmas episode. <laughs> I feel like that's plenty. I'm trying to think of more traditions. So... How about cookies and milk for Santa and leaving out the uh, reindeer food? See, I don't get the reindeer food. We never did that. It just checks mix. Yeah, but we never did that. 
We never did that either, but now, you know, preschool sends yeah, it. You have to. So what they sent home this year with Cora was oatmeal, I think, with sparkles in it. She's supposed to go throw it outside for them. But what yeah. we did was a bowl of Chex Mix, and you left it out. You did that as a child? Yeah. Hmm. No, we didn't. You'd, leave a, you'd leave a bowl of Chex Mix by the fireplace with your milk and, milk and cookies, and then Santa would take it up and feed it to the reindeer. That's a Yankee thing, apparently. Might have been. I don't know. Had to be. But do you ever leave a, uh, you know, Santa's lactose intolerant. We can't leave milk. We got to leave a beer. I think I'm I'm trying to start that, but (laughs) I'm not getting Caitlin behind it. My wife got so mad whenever I suggested that, you know, maybe Santa just wants to take a minute, unwind. (laughs) Have a nice scotch. scotch. (laughs) Maybe a cigar. Maybe he wants a cigar on his flight to the next house. She got yes. so fucking mad about that. <laughs> I can see that. It sounds like her reaction was a little bit worse than my wife's. Because <laughs> I think I played it off as a joke. I, I was pretty serious. Yeah. Leave a shiner. Whatever scotch, whiskey, smoke. Again, he just wants to unwind. You know, he's European. Maybe a nice Guinness. He's working hard all night long. That he is. Beer would be nice. Make a tradition. But at least you don't grow up in uh, Minnesota when you leave him Ludafisk. Oh. Yeah. Hmm? Never watched How I Met Your Mother? Mm-hmm. That was uh, Marshall Marshall's and Lily were arguing. It's like, cookies? Really? That's the last thing Santa needs is a sugar crash. Lutefisk. Santa needs protein. (laughs) (laughs) Got anything else? I don't. I don't have any other traditions. We're pretty traditionless. I think I mean, we've covered everything. I mean, usually now we have mimosas Christmas morning. You all make Caitlin a mimosa while we're uh, opening presents. I think that started during the gift exchange. I think it. Did. Whenever we'd come over here and feed, and she'd be like, "Are y'all fucking drinking?" It's like, well, just a gift exchange. I mean yeah. the the Polish. You know, Christmas Eve is the big deal. Right. You're supposed to have so many different dishes at Christmas Eve supper. I forget. Nine dishes or something. I don't remember. I'm not Polish enough to know the number. There's a certain number of dishes. It's like the seven fishes deal. Yeah. Seven different fishes. Not tuna casserole. You put your um, <laughs> when you eat when you goddamn tuna casserole that makes eight, <laughs> seven fishes, not eight. Have you seen the bear? Nah, it's on Hulu. It's... <laughs> I'll get Hulu. Come over to the house sometime. You can watch the bear. <laughs> and there's a, a, a recent Christmas tradition that has come along is the day after Christmas, new season Letter Kitty comes out. This is the last year. Thank God. Right? You told me it wasn't any good. Last season fucking sucked. 
They have gotten progressively worse since like season four. The first three, four seasons, pretty good. Fire. After that. But they brought it back with Shorzy. Shorzy's great. Anyway. Anyway, Christmas Eve, you got your nine dishes. But you put your wallet on the table. Okay. So you have good fortune for the year. Okay. Gonna have to remember that one. When you eat, you gotta put your wallet on the table. Okay. I'll do that while I'm eating my taco salad. Mexican pylon. Not eating lutefisk, huh? No. Noki? No noki. Like I said, we're going to Mexican this year. <laughs> Hurricane's all pissed off. Okay. Shake it over it. Hope so. I am cooking Chateaubriand for uh, Christmas Day, though. So that's pretty exciting. I don't know what that is. It's a center cut. Basically a filet mignon cooked as a roast. Mm. That's. I was just going to say I'm cooking a tenderloin, but yeah. I wasn't going to be as fancy. But I'm just cooking the Chateaubriand, not a tenderloin. I'm doing a brisket. I'm, I mean, I'm going <clears> to <throat> center cut it. But Okay. Yeah. How are you going to cook your brisket? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's one thing we didn't do. Eat beef. Beef recipe of the week. And here we got it covered. How are you going to cook that brisket? On the Traeger. What are you going to rub it with? Your special recipe. Oh, now he's got me over there. I can't tell the special recipe. Whatever you sent me. I think it's changed since then. Oh. Eh, better, be worse, good. hard to fucking say. Should still be good. I got some stuff at the house if you need something. Got a little bottle. Okay. My proprietary rub. Okay. I think I've got everything downstairs to make it if one just do it here in a minute. <laughs> I fair. use Red Raider <laughs> Rub. Raider yeah. Red Rub. Yeah. It sounds like that's something you need to try to penicillin <laughs> for just afterwards. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Preventative might help. <laughs> I don't know how that works. It's not about the rub. It's about the meat. What kind of meat you get? I'm going to go to Clinton's son's tomorrow and look. Getting pretty close okay. on getting that dude thought out. Uh, I think they had... It looked like they had some thought out. It can be... Did they? In that big freezer. They had... Oh, okay. 23rd, yeah. 22nd. Thought two days. Wins on the size. For Christmas or Christmas Eve? Christmas. Okay. Oh, you're going to smoke it on Christmas. You're not going to smoke it Christmas Eve. And... You were talking about yeah. Christmas Eve. That's why. No. For Christmas Day. Okay. Okay. That'll do. Yeah. Got your butcher paper? Mm, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Thank. Okay. That's Whitney. Call her up. Once again, we can, we can set you I'll, up downstairs. I will if you want me to, but... I think we do. Okay. All right. Be good. If you use what I texted you at some point, it's going to be a good... I do what you said, but I uh, adjust. Okay. 
So champion recipe is not good enough for you. No. You think you can do better? Yep. Then I highly suggest you head over to the Jody Pallage Memorial Barbecue Cook-Off on Labor Day weekend and fucking try. Okay. That's not even... That's 22. I mean, he haven't had 23 up. I didn't bring... Uh, he doesn't have the trophy. The trophies went home with other people. On and they say 24. Year. Yeah. But, you know... We're going to show up already winners next year. Okay. Swept that bitch. I'm going to get with uh, JR and we're going to take his trailer up there. It would suit you. <laughs> it would. You and JR have fun. <laughs> we're going to do it. Okay. I'm going to get Haley on my team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Just remember. Do not hit that with a hammer. He's going to take our team name. Yeah. He's going to be dealing with a lot of adversity. <laughs> that he is. You're setting yourself up for a fight with JR. You had Haley on that, and there is going to be a fight. You were going to be in the <laughs> middle of one. Hey. He may or may not be I can part hear, of it. I've seen him cook ribs before. I know what he's going to do. I can do better. It's going to be a good time. You're scared. Gotta have a film crew over on that side. <laughs> Maybe Hadley will come. We'll just tell, hey, just go sit your ass over there with your phone out and start recording. Well, I couldn't get on the good team. I didn't make my own team. You've been invited. You could be no, on. Our I team. haven't. Yes, you have. Bullshit. <laughs> you said I don't know how to cook. Well, neither does Royce, but he comes. Oh. Oh. Damn. <laughs> You. <laughs> He's got the plaque on the wall. I've got three at my house. Oh, that's fair, but still, my fuck you stance. He's <laughs> trying to joke here on the Super Awesome Christmas episode, and all of a sudden everybody's taking everything I say real serious. It turned violent. Remember at the beginning of this episode. Just solve for funsies. Always is. Don't take it so serious. Always is. Okay, well... um, Do we have any trivia left? We're going to do the Guinness Pub Quiz. Okay. Giving this one another shot. So these are, from what I understand, a uh, general knowledge trivia. Pull one out of the center of the stack here. So, Patrick, I'm going to give you five categories. You can pick one. Starts with G. Games people play since 1759... Anything flows or pubular culture? Pubular culture. Name the 1975 Queen Rock Opera anthem resurrected by Wayne and Garth in the 1992 movie Wayne's World. 
Can, can I jump in there? You know it? I think I might. It's pretty yeah. easy. It's, it sounds easy. <laughs> Help me out. Is it Bohemian Rhapsody? Correct. You're asking Royce. All right, Royce. I think you're looking at the answer side. <laughs> uh uh Okay. Five categories. Okay. Starts with G, games people play, since 1759, or anything flows, or popular culture. Starts with G. These rays turn Dr. Bruce Banner into the Hulk. What is Gamma? <sighs> Correct. All right, Tyler. Starts with G. Games people play. Since 1759, anything flows or popular culture. Since 1759. Which astronaut said, Houston, tranquility base here. The Eagle has landed during a televised mission. Neil Armstrong? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Boy, I'm glad that was right. <laughs> I mean, that would have been my guess, but I, I was afraid that that would have been uh, I, I picked. Buzz or... Wasn't there a third one on that? There were just the two that landed, weren't there? I think. So yeah, it had to have been Buzz or Neil. I was trying to think of an astronaut the other day, and I, for the life of me, I knew exactly who I was talking about, but I couldn't think of his name. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm really glad it was the one astronaut that I can name. Good job, bud. 100%. I, I mean, I've got at least two. Okay, you got Buzz. And there's Alan Shepard. Rick Husband. Oh, uh, Rick yeah, Husband. So there's there's four. We're up to four now. What's what's the uh, what's old old timer's name that went back into orbit? Uh Glenn something? Shepard. Is it? Isn't it? Fuck fine. Uh yeah. That's what I was trying to think of the other day. I think that's it. Okay. Cause he was not the first one? Or was he the first one in space? I think he was the first one in orbit, or yeah. to orbit. But I, I don't even remember why I was trying to remember his name. Hard to say, Tyler. Hard to say. But anyway, everybody, thanks for tuning in to this extra long, extra super awesome Christmas episode. Patrick, thank you so much for coming uh, on welcome. such short notice. Your special guest can't be here, so I filled in. Well, he was going to bring four bottles of whiskey. Hmm. You brought one. Therefore, you are a special guest, mm -hmm. and he was an extra special guest. He didn't show, so makes me the extra, extra special guest. Fair enough. Yeah, Attendance fair enough. matters. Yep. That it does. It counts, people. 
just like a community college across this great here land of ours, attendance matters. There you go. Yep, yep. But thanks for coming. We hope you enjoyed you your bet. time. Thank you, you for bet. being on. Merry Christmas. Everybody make sure to go check out our great sponsors. We got the Cliffs Farms, Mo Cattle Company, uh, Texas Beverage and Package, and Ballard's Guns. Yep. Pick you up something nice from Texas Beverage and Package. Nothing kills Guns. fun like family. <laughs> but Texas Beverage and Package will help you bring it back. And Ballard's Guns will kill better than family. That they will. See you, love you, bye. Adios. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>